One and welcome to another episode of But I Don't Know Though. And the cut water is already flowing, even though they uh, they kind of gave us a thumbs down on the deal. You know, I had reached out to their uh, their department and I uh, got curved. But it's no hate, it's no shade, it's all good. You know, at some point, you know, people recover from COVID. And maybe they'll start sending us cases or they'll sponsor us. But for right now, it is and always has been Avery Mason here. Comedian, actor. You see me on something if you have Netflix or premium cable. And the co-host here, fellow co-host, fellow comedian, burgeoning actor, CEO of uh, Mo Funny Comedy Academy in... uh, Harlem, New York. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Phil Hunt. Uh yeah, we're here. We're doing this podcasting. What day is this? Mm. I'm losing track of the days. At this I think point. today is Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's Thursday. To be honest with you, I'm not 100. Thursday. See, yeah, I've just been inside so long, man, and like losing track of time. You know, not having very many comedy shows due to the pandemic. Uh, not working. Uh, yeah, and now it's even more confusing because people are starting to, like, take the mask off. Yeah, that's the new thing now. Um, the CDC has updated its uh, mask guidance. Now, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask in public situations. You still have to wear the mask on buses, trains. I like that people are now act- listening to the CDC. Bullshit. Cause After they years know. of not listening to the CDC. Yeah. They gave you those pills and told you you couldn't have sex for five days. And what did you do? Day one went and had sex. Doubled up on them. Took two pills and said, fuck it. Yeah, so you, you, you should still wear your mask. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, but I know there's a bunch of people not vaccinated talking about finally I don't have to wear my mask. I'm like, I don't feel like you were wearing your mask. And in that's the, first place. the thing. I went to Starbucks and they had a sign on the door that said, We're operating on an honor system. Oh. You can come inside without a mask if you are vaccinated. We are trusting that if you say you are vaccinated, then you are vaccinated. Big mistake because people will lie every time. Every you don't time. Even every, every time. Every fucking chance they get. So what you're hearing right now, if you heard on um, the last episode, you're hearing the fan blowing. It's a bit of a heat wave. And here at the uh, Palace of uh, Hunt, Hunt Palace, um, you know, we don't got, you got to open the window, bro. He doesn't have air conditioning. So if you're hearing the, the air blowing. I forgot it was on. <laughs> oh, no, it feels, you could left it on. It feels good. Is I mean, it well, it did kind of come out a little bit during the podcast. So. All right. So we're going through a little bit of a heat, not really a heat wave, because it's been hotter than this in New York. It's May in New York. But it's May, and it's starting to cook. And the best way to tell it's getting hot in New York is when the fights ramp up on uh, public transportation or in uh, public places. People start fighting more like, I was at a family dollar. That's how every fight story starts. I was at a family dollar. (laughs) (laughs) And these two women just started going at it over a spot online. I was here first. Bitch. No, you wasn't. I was here first. And they just started cussing each other out. The best part about it was one of the women had a kid with her. 
Yet still cursing at this lady, giving her every single four-letter word she can think of in the dictionary and some foreign ones. <laughs> and cursing in front of this little little kid. Oh, that's how you know it's summertime in the city. It's time. But how your week been so far, Phil? How's it going? Yeah, like I said, good, man. It's, it's going. We just headed towards July 1st. Mm. And that, you know, New York is fully reopening. Mm-hmm. July 1st. That's right. So I think everyone's just ready for that and ready to get back to life. That's the thing, you know. Yeah. With people taking the mask off, you know, is that everybody just is sick of that shit. And like, you know what's so weird is I've gotten used to it now. Yeah, I don't question. I mean, I just put on my mask when I got to go in the store and I don't even, you know, at first you be like, oh, I forgot. Now it's like, damn, where's my mask before I go anywhere? It's Memorial Day weekend. You got any plans? You barbecuing? What's going on with the fam? Yeah, man, we're going to do some barbecuing. Um, got into a bit of a minor dust up with my sister. So <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just going to go focus on the food. I'm not going to really focus on whatever, you know. It's always the focus is always on the food, man. Yeah. So what do we get in the summertime? We get obviously July fourth that the cookout, Independence Day, okay, Memorial Day, Memorial Day. Those like the two official barbecue days, right? There's one in the summer. Is it Labor Day? Labor Day. Se- Labor Day is in September. September second week in September is Labor Day. That's gonna be a big one for West Indians. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I want to see if they're gonna let the uh, carnival on Eastern Parkway Labor Day parade. If they're gonna let it go forward, I think they will at this point. Because now that the numbers and infection rates going down, um, I think we're getting back to kind of some sense of normal. But you know, that's what's crazy. The infection rate ain't going down. They are just ready to get this economy back jumping. And 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 I get it. It's like, oh yeah, it is. at this point, if you ain't already had, if you have already had it, and you survive, you really ain't afraid of it. Yeah, and if you haven't, you got the vaccine, or you're just wearing your mask, and you just, like, whatever. Well, your ignorance is bliss then, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, now, it's funny. There's people who don't, I don't think we talked about this before. My sister, my, she does not want to get the vaccine. And I'm like, why? She's like, well, I'm going to wait till they tell me I have to get it. And I'm like, yeah. but you gonna, you think COVID's going to wait to jump on you? <laughs> COVID's like, hey, I want to talk to you for a second. COVID swipes right on everybody, okay? COVID doesn't swipe left on no everybody. If COVID was on Tinder... COVID would have like a hundred and plus million matches. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, COVID ain't the uh, contagious disease you got to worry about on Tinder. What's that? Oh my worry God. Worry about other right. forms of S- transmissible diseases. STDs and yeah. HIVs. Woo! They changed it to STIs and they were what's, like, that's. What's STI stand for? Sexually transmitted infections. Because diseases has a negative connotation. Whatever. Anyway, All right. Whatever. But nah. we, were, we were talking about barbecues. Uh, nah, well, it's what, what's what's the go-to plate, man, for you? I, I know for me, I gotta have some pork. I know a lot of New York dudes don't do pork. No, I'm, I'm glad you changed the subject because I'm about to go on a, on a story about somebody talking about I sh- I'm shaming people with crabs. I had a joke about crabs. You're, <laughs> you're shaming people with crabs. And I'm like, you should be ashamed if you have oh, organisms man. living on you that aren't paying rent or helping you with the bills. Organisms. <laughs> crabs are a living. scientific word. That's what they are. Living organisms. Organisms. I'm not sure what they eat off you. You can throw some of them bitches on the grill too. Oh God! What crabs? I'm talking about crabs. Yeah, but 
Oh, Don't be crabophobic. Oh boy, that's what they was telling you at the show. I'm you was being crabophobic. But yeah, uh, somebody told me I'm shaming people with STIs, and I'm like, I'm not shaming anybody. But it'd be hot at these barbecues. Sorry, yes, barbecues. My barbecue go-to fill. I like. I'm a, I'm a fried chicken guy. I like fried chicken, mac and cheese, and uh, potato salad. At barbecues? They yeah. fried chicken? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm talking about off the grill. I, okay, I, I well. I come to some barbecues with you. No, nah, all right. Well, well, people bring, you know, my family wasn't here. Everybody bring everything. There's no rules. You know what I hate but in the burgers. summer? Burgers is a staple. So I go with the burgers with a hot sausage. Pause. I hate that for the 4th of July, for the Memorial Day barbecues. It's very hot. It's May. It's, it's July. Right. But you, you you can't wear white because it's usually like in a park or somebody's backyard. So there's a lot of dirt, grass right. going on. So, you know, you, you got your plate. There's usually nowhere proper to really eat. You got to stand up in the corner. You got to, yeah, you got to be able to eat standing up in the corner. You got to have good balance. Yeah. And usually you done had a little bit of Ciroc or something before you pulled into the joint. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of leaning, the plate kind of leaning. You got that white t-shirt you on. Your uncle in the back trying to get you some more drinks. Hey, hey, I got, hey, I got that, uh, I got the brandy right around the corner, man. It's going in the bag. Gonna get you a cup. I just hate, like I said, that you know it'd be so hot, but it's like you don't want to wear your white fit because that plate, something gonna drop off that plate. It's not like you sitting at a proper every time, table every time. What, what's your what's your uh, what's your memorial day go to? What you about the burgers? The I'm all Franks. about the ribs. If I can get some pork or but a nice hot dog too, where it's like burnt a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it my be hot crispy. dog. Little crisp, a little. little crisp, soft on the inside, hard on the I outside. I like crunchy hot dog. There is no I'm way into. to describe food without it making people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. You're like, well, you know, on the pack, it's perfect. It's got those three uh, charred gold lines going across the hot dog. That never happens. That's it's only like commercial. It's like Adidas so hot dog, but yeah, you real. never see that. It's not, not real. real. Either that joint pink, or it's burnt. How the kids it's like it, or it's burnt. It really ain't no in between. I don't know how because all as a kid I'm like how do you get because when you grill right you gotta put the uh, the foil down right so nothing falls into the into the cold so right. I'm just like how do you get those three perfectly like when you look at those Wendy's commercials or those Burger King commercials the burgers be having them lines I'm like yo how to get those lines on the burgers because none of the burgers I ever got from Wendy's or Burger King had lines on it Except lines I wasn't supposed to be in there, like hairlines or... <laughs> well, that's not real meat in those commercials. That's, you know, yeah, that's the uh, display model. Oh, <laughs> that's what I want, though, So man. they take a display model and shine it up for the commercial. You get the food and it's like opening the present of socks on Christmas. You just look at it like, well, what the fuck is this, man? I don't want man. this, man. The, Salad all over the place. The worst is smelling that grill. And you know when you go in a parking, you can smell other people's grill, mm-hmm. but your grill ain't quite going yet. Yeah, and you oh, damn near want to. And like you can sometimes, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. smell it. Yeah, you, you taste it. You you can <laughs> taste like your what what they call them your saliva yeah, glands. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. taste buds mouth start watering. Start man. watering, and you like, damn, can I get a loner hot dog real quick? Because it's, it's a mix. It's a mix between the meat and the charcoal. That smell. You, there's no one, I don't care if you're a vegetarian, vegan, whatever you are, you don't eat meat. Anybody who smells charcoal with, with whatever's on the grill cooking is going to, their mouth going to start to they water. They should sell that smell in cans. Oh my God, that's a great like, idea. You know, yeah. Man. Can you imagine if that was a cologne? Everybody would be attracted to you. Hey man, you, you like an air what's that smell? You smell good. 
People want to come into your car, but every time I come to your car, I always get hungry, man. What's up with they, that? They would probably buy that a lot in jail because they can't actually go to cookouts. They would spray that and be like, oh, man, it's just like I'm at home. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, would, that's, would, would that's ask the you, move. I just, you know. Let me ask you a question. Would that be a good smell for, like, a bathroom? Like, nah, you know you don't Somebody go blow it up and you spray, nah, you spray barbecue. Now it's mixing with that smell. It's not a good smell. Oh, Ooh, no. That's just, gross. Well, my week has been pretty. Yeah, it's been all right. Let me let me tell you what I hate though, because we're talking about cookouts. Go ahead before I get into my week. Go ahead. Potato salad. Love it. I'm oh. not a fan. Here's the thing, though. It's hot outside. Okay. Potato salad supposed to be cold. All right. So you bring that shit, and you already know. The flyer, the invitation, the whatever. <laughs> it's a four. Right? You know that shit ain't starting at four. No, never does. Never does. So sometimes the food arrive before the people arrive. So now it's been sitting there two hours already in the hot ass sun. You leave it in the sun? Nobody else I mean, you put it people, in the fridge. People put it in. There's no fridge. Well, yeah, we'll put what it I'm in describing ice. is more the backyard. The, the okay, park go ahead, joint. go ahead. No shit. No shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like a, like a Thanksgiving type. Nah, dinner. Be, my yeah. family when people bring Inside. potato salad, they put the potato salad like near the cooler or like right. They have a tr- little but bit of ice. But it be on that table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I'm saying is the flies be on that table too. They wait for that. They wait for that plate too, Phil. Mm-hmm. They got every right to, I, I was out here first. I waited for my position yeah, wait for my plate. On that table too, is all I'm saying. So So you're not a potato salad guy at all. I, yeah, and then like I said, in the, in the summer, it depends on the, 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 the time of year. I'm not a big potato salad guy, period. But definitely the season <laughs> makes a difference. Like I said, July 4th, that hot ass sun, been cooking that joint. They done sat it on that table and them flies get the buzzing around. Well, and then you know you gotta know who made that joint. Right, that's true. No. Go, is that well, hot Shally? Alright, well let me let me ask three kids. <laughs> See, cause women with kids cook better. They cook better because the kids don't eat everything. Huh? Yeah. Because, no, because no. because those kids are experiments. They're guinea pigs. <laughs> you know? Hey, try some of mommy's potato salad. I put walnuts in it. Tell you me really, You really ain't gotta be rude to the kids neither. No. It's just a matter of look at what's being thrown away. Alright. Look at what the kid isn't eating. <laughs> that That's how you know what you gotta work on. <laughs> then you take it out for next time. Yeah, you don't gotta you say that. Yeah, no, that's, that's, your good, little, that's your good. little single aunt, she usually, she come through with the store-bought pies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She ain't cooking, really ain't her jam. She ain't got nobody to experiment on. Here's My mother had five kids. She's a phenomenal cook. Has to be. But she told me at a point, I think when we hit like 14, when I hit like 14, she just kind of stopped cooking. And I told her, like, we should retire your apron into the rafters. Like, <laughs> it's been a good hang run, it, mama. Hang it up in the ceiling. Just take the apron, move it up in the ceiling like LeBron. Yeah, you know, that shit, y'all grown. I was making that shit for y'all because y'all was kids. Y'all couldn't cook. We all start clapping. Woo! We used the guinea pig. She earned that. You feel me? You had her the golden spatula. You know? Yeah. She was the MVP. My mama got this. Many years. My mama got this um, secret sauce for uh, 
sloppy joes, bro, that I just can't get right. She done sent me the recipe and everything. I just don't got the touch. Mm. She just got that touch. It's, it's yeah, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, yeah, it's experience. And since we talking about mama's cooking, we're going to get into Kwame Brown later because that's his Okay, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. We're, 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 but we're, let's stay on cookouts right, right now because well, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, no, me too. I just had a bag of munchies and I'm still hungry. But let me tell you, my, um, so potatoes, I got an aunt who's, Great at potato salad. She makes this potato salad every time she makes. People are like, yo, can you make this potato salad? Bring it to the family cookout or whatever it is. The problem is, she's always late. So like, you done going through the franks, the burgers, yeah, all the stuff, and then she shows up like three or four hours later with potato salad. And you're like, ah, it's been sitting in the back of the car. No, well, I mean, then you, you take it home for later, but you got to have potato salad. But she makes it, the best way to make potato salad is you don't put anything extra in it. West Indians have this thing called uh, carrot salad. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of Never it. Never heard of that. So it's made the same way potato salad is, except with carrots. And they put like raisins or cranberries in it sometimes. Mm. It's something I grew up with as a kid, and it's one of my least favorite things to eat that they make was carrot salad carrot salad Google it. yeah that don't sound very good but no I'm, I'm not a fan of carrot cake either so well i mind i like carrot cake if they don't put like the whole like shredded carrot thing in it it's got to be chopped up into bits like i don't want to see it i just want to taste it mm. i want to take a bite like what is this thing in my mouth and pull it out think it's a piece of hair and it's a long ass carrot slice Hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I I love potato salad. Macaroni and cheese obviously is a go-to. Memorial Day weekend coming up. Just make sure you get all the good meats. Don't you don't do steak, all right? Steak is a little bit much more. There's burgers, franks, right. hot sausage, right? What else you put on that grill? Chicken. I told you a little bit of chicken. A little yeah, bit of chicken. Right. Ribs, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta have the ribs. I'm a big, big for pork on the fork. Memorial Day is an important holiday. Please do not let the beginner grillers on the grill. The other thing, see, see, people curate who's on, and usually the cook is on the grill. Should I mean, be. And usually, usually the the cook controls the music, right? Is that is a yeah? Because it's usually mean, an elderly person. It's not. It's not a lot of fifteen year olds on the grill. You're right, but I don't think the cook should be. You, your ass as a cook should be focused on the meats. Because there's don't cookout get classics though that right. go with I the food. Thank you. There you go. Frankie Beverly and Mace. You already know. Before I let go is the cookout and Luther Vandross. All that old school. You can't really be like. I remember one time we let my little cousin had an aux cord, and the next thing we know, I've been selling cracks since I was in the fifth grade. <laughs> And sure enough, my auntie walked right over and disconnected that shit and went. Now, how many of y'all young men have we lost to the penitentiary? Hilarious. That y'all up here celebrating selling crack since the fifth grade. (laughs) Shouts out to Bobby's murder. Ah, yeah, yeah. Still waiting on that music, Bobby. He taking his time, I mean. He just he enjoying being out. Enjoying That's, being out. There been it in is. jail for a long time, and you, you know. And it fucked up, you know, because those RICO laws were. You know, that's basically how they got him. Uh, tell us who you know. Well, I so also, my thing. I also think with that, he, like I've, we said it on one of the other podcasts, mm-hmm. people just snitching on themselves. 
Yeah, do you remember there was a guy a couple, like maybe a year or two ago, on social media rapping about some guy he killed? Mm hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> went up in there with the Glock 9. I found you sleeping. You was wasting my time. Yeah. I let off six rounds into your chest. You didn't move. And it was like, and yeah. he actually went to jail for killing someone. They played the track. Right. <laughs> He's sitting there like, yeah, it, it's just it's just fantasy. But Bobby was real. one of those ones that, like I said, these Rico laws were. You know, they caught Sammy the Bull Gravano and all them mobsters that yeah. they could not catch dirty because they weren't touching anything at a certain point. They made RICO laws so they could take them in on, you know, tax evasion. Do, do you know what RICO so, stands for? What does RICO stand oh, for? So some, you know, some of our listeners may not be too versed with federal crimes. And um, hold on, I'm going to look this up right now. RICO federal law. Rico. Right, so RICO stands for the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations mm -hmm. Act. And it's basically they come after like organized crime. So, so gangbangers, you're you are subject to but RICO. It's not organized crime. And what, what I was trying to say about Bobby was you know, you grow up around people. If you grow up in a certain section of town, at a point those aren't gang members or those aren't that's your family and friends. Right. So then to just throw you in the back of a van and go, you know these people, so you know things, tell us them. And to take them off the jail, that was fucked up, that was wrong. What I'm trying to say, though, is if you notice on the other side, now mind you, if they felt like he knew about guns or drugs or whatever, look now at how weed is being looked at. There's people that have spent yeah. X amount of years in years. prison. So at a point, it becomes not about what crimes you're doing, but who's doing a crime. And when I say crime, fingers in quotations, because it's like, is drugs really that bad of a crime? Uh, um, if you're a government, then I'll roll them back and sell them. Listen, I never call the cops on somebody dealing weed. I would see people. I used to live in Albany in one of the not nicer neighborhoods, and I'd see people dealing weed. And I'd just be like, hey, man, um, just don't touch my car, alright, and I'll let you know if the cops is coming. <laughs> I love that you're so personally invested, but uh... Yeah, no, it's, but for real though, like, they weren't hurting me, like... Well, no, no, and it's just weed. most people feel that way, that's why... It you, was just weed, now they weren't, it wasn't license, hard drugs. And it's the business, and yeah. they're taxing it, and there's a dispensary, but never, what I'm saying is, if you notice, these mass shooters, yeah, they're white, they, they don't arrest anyone but the mass shooter. They don't arrest the motherfucker that sold them the automatic rifle. They don't arrest the person that sold them the bullets. Right. They don't arrest the person that sold them the bulletproof vest. Mm -hmm. So at a point, you say, if you could do that to Bobby, why you, you know. I see what you're you, saying. You don't do that to people who murder 25 people at a time. Yeah. You know, if the girlfriend's not responsible, not the roommate. None of the people, the person that helped them type the manifesto, none of them. <laughs> type the manifesto. So it's just like, okay, well. Clearly yeah. unfair. But what were we talking about before I got on to... I feel oh, like we were talking about barbecue We were stuff. talking about cookouts, and then I said my cousin played. I've been selling yeah, it was, it was I was in the fifth grade, you and can't that was a play, Bobby's Murder song. You can't play songs like that at the cookout. Cookouts are strictly for Montel Jordan. Get you home tonight, or... Um, there you go, little Montel Jordan. This is how we do this it. This is how we do it. It gotta be good vibes that everybody Electric can vibe slide. to. Preferably edited, because you don't want to unedited to ruin the vibe. 
and even playing Bobby Smurder, it's like it might be July, but Hot Nigga is not a good selection. Well, they play that for the little kids, like the, nah, the younger ones. Play well, they play the songs that the little, the, you know, at some point the older they folks want to see the young kids. They got to learn the lessons we learn, mm. and I, I worry about that now because you see. I learned what good music was from my parents because I was in the car with them. Same. So no, I didn't like Al Green. Uh, Let's stay together. Yeah, when, was, when I was eight. Yeah, I could appreciate that song. But now, now that I'm thirty, you I'm like, hey, man, that's the joint. Yeah, because you and, know what he's talking about. You understand. And not only that, but it connects back to those memories of being in the car with mama, yeah. daddy, and y'all taking a little road trip somewhere in the summer. Right, right, right. And they playing their music because what no ox scored. And we don't allow kids to make decisions. It's nope. the radio. Yeah. And you only had one radio. Now you see these kids get in the car, everybody on a separate phone. Yeah, you had to you had to come together as a family on the on the radio because some one person would pick a station and that was it. Unless you had a tape yeah, or had. a CD, you put it in. You did one no aux cord. You just I whatever CD you put in, you listening to it till the end. So I do wonder about the next generation of. Do they even know before yeah. I let go? You, do they, no, I don't do know. Maybe, know maybe because or are the parents jamming the hot nigga too? <laughs> nah, well, you know what? You know what? The new generation they're playing the remixes of the song. So Beyonce had a remix of that mm-hmm. Frankie Beverly Maze, and they think that she's the one who came Another up with that. And I'm like, song, uh, September. Yeah. Oh, do you remember? Now you talking about the very remake. first night of September? Uh, they damn near murdered. Uh, what was her name? Taylor Swift redid September. <laughs> no, oh, that's right. Oh, it was yeah. so bland and bad. Yeah. Just like, who told you to do this? Somebody's like, hey, you know what would be a great idea? If Cardigan wearing ass Taylor Swift remade uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wouldn't that be a good? That should be on the next yeah. verses. I don't know <laughs> what she was thinking, but. Uh, she trying to cross over, and they were just like, nah, stay your like, ass in the pop world. Do not come over that here. That one alone. Whew, that was terrible. You know what was worse than that, though? What? There was a song where Little Yachty did a remix oh, no. of the Rob Bass and Easy Rock song. <laughs> uh, it takes two to make a thing go right with the actual pop singer, and it was nah. for Tar. And it was bad. I mean, he caught a check, but you know. Yachty is the one. Okay, yeah, because I mix up him and Lil Uzi Vert because they're both Lil Whatevers. Anyway. They're weird, but I don't. I don't. Get yeah, Yachty was the one that was dissing Biggie, and I, I still to this day respect Funkmaster Flex because he was like dropping bombs on that shit. They tried to have him come up here. <laughs> <laughs> He's not coming up here. Wait, I knew Biggie Smalls because little Yachty had said at one point he had no idea who Biggie was. I don't know any of his songs. That's, that's I don't no no I don't believe Which that. As no. fair as that may be, being as how young he is, mm. you could kind of go. I know he was great because everybody says he was great. It's like right. I never watched. I don't know fucking Bill Walton play, but I know he was great. Or Bill Russell. Yeah. I yeah. never saw him play hell. Bill Russell's, a lot of his highlights ain't even in color. No, they're not. And <laughs> black and white. <laughs> but I, I know he was great. And knowing what he came through, knowing that yeah. he had to enter the buildings of arenas through well, the back. We, we were talking he about that last week. in the yeah. same hotels yeah. as his teammates. Yeah. 
I would never sit up and go, oh, I just don't, who the fuck's that old motherfucker? Like, yeah, no, he, and that was kind of Lil Yachty's attitude. It wasn't that he didn't know. But it was you, that he was saying, not only basically do I not know, but I don't fucking care was kind of his attitude. And, and that's the generation that we're living in now where people don't but care what they did People before don't us. remember this about rappers. Rappers be high as fuck. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He and wasn't high. Wrong. He wasn't high. No, 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 no. Just listen. I'm just saying in general. It's a lot like comedy where people will take a quote and it's like, man, that motherfucker, I hate to tell you how many weed brownies I see passed around at shows, edibles of like, that's true. You know, you putting this in the newspaper as some sort of quotable. That motherfucker's high, man. Yeah, no, I, I have to back up what Phil says. I, I got paid uh, from a show that I did recently. I got paid in edibles and um, a pre-roll. And uh, yeah, he's he's telling the truth. Some of these comments be coming up there lit. So maybe you can't take everything they say as fact. But you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me that little Yachty does not know who Biggie Smalls is. I don't buy it. All right, they got a movie about Biggie Smalls. There's a movie that came out. You about to drop a bomb? All right, but I respect Flex for doing that. He's not coming up here. They tried to basically have him do. You know, Yachty was hot, and it was like, you know, I have Yachty come up to the station, Hot 97 here in New York, and and Flex was like, not on my watch, (laughs) not in my studio, I knew that man, (laughs) and it's like, you know what, fair enough, because yeah. No, you're right, though, you're right, though, man. But see, this is what comes from letting children have their own ox cord. That's true, exactly, you gotta regulate that, listen, you got to learn... The respect for this alt court first. put them up on hypnotize and juicy and all his classics. You feel me? And his classics was they classics because that was uh, what's the biggie Big Papa song is uh, yeah, that's the Isley Isley Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, it did so. And Juicy was uh, the one dude. I I don't know how to say his name. Juicy um, M T M T M M T M T M T M T M T Yeah, I don't know how to Juicy Soulful Juicy Juicy Fruit. So. Yeah, it's like, you know, his gems yeah, is our gems anyway. But that's what happens when you let your kid have an ox cord. That's what happens when you let a young motherfucker control the radio. I'm about to go put that on YouTube once we leave here. I love that song. It's a great song. Big into the classic. All right, Phil, so let me get you. I love the, hold on, but I'm sorry because I'm. You bringing up something else? Just that, to tag what you were saying when Biggie. In the Notorious B.I.G. movie, when Diddy, I guess, was that Derek Luke that played Diddy in the Notorious movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says to Biggie, of like, you think you could rap over this joint? And he shows him the picture of Mtume. Mm-hmm. And he goes, niggas look like Rick James. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> and he tells him, you know, you just want to be a mixtape rapper or you want or you want to make some hits. Yo, actually, that's that's a fair point because Biggie, you know, what's funny about him was he was big into the reggae. You know, people don't know Biggie was Jamaican. And one of his first songs, um, he did a song with Supercat. And he ended the song. He was like, ah, they can't take it no more. And that's, that's actually a reggae hit. So it's not surprising to hear that Biggie... Wasn't too familiar with someone, um, you know, M Two Man, whatever. But you know, Puffy opened them up to that. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, Phil. We were talking about this earlier. What's going on with Kwame Brown? Because I seen a clip. I, the clip I saw, he was talking about um, him being number one draft pick and Kobe dropping sixty points. He was like, "Look, Kobe dropped sixty points. No, was it sixty five or eighty? I feel like it was sixty. 
And Kobe dropped 60, 65 that first time. And he was like, listen, he dropped 60, but he didn't do it by himself. He said, I said one or two or three screens for that nigga to, to make that many points. So where's my flowers? Well, you know? that's the thing that is funny about the whole Kwame Brown thing. Okay, so let me fill in the non-sports Yes, please. Well, I'm sports, but I don't watch. I didn't know Kwame people, Brown came out with it. I need very to tapped in. Okay, so Kwame Brown, sometime last week, has just been responding to people in after almost 20 years of silence. So, for those of you who don't know, non-sports people, Kwame Brown. Former number one draft pick. Former number one draft pick. I'm going to say 2001 or 2002. I'll give you 0-2. Michael Jordan was, at the time, the uh, president of the Washington Wizards. And this was his first pick. So, it was a big deal. Was he a player? Picked him straight out of high school. I don't believe Jordan was was playing. Okay, okay. And then he came down to play with the 18-year-old phenom at the time. (laughs) You you know, and and this is what's fucked up. Phenom. (laughs) Seriously. I went to school in Georgia at the time. So, Kwame is a legend. This is what's fucked up about things. Is that, you know, at the time... For basketball people, Tyson Chandler had a 60 Minutes interview. And Kwame brought this up in one of his um, YouTube videos recently. I wrecked him. I earned being the number one pick, and not just the number one pick in the NBA draft, straight out of high school. And not just straight out of high school, picked by Michael Jordan. You know, four years into his first retirement. You know... Six-time champion Michael Jordan, the guy that sold everyone the shoes. Right. Of like, you can sit and fucking laugh, but what have you ever achieved that's that great in itself? Mm. And he played for, you know, he never lived up to the expectations, people that are listening. Meaning he didn't become a big star. Never became an all-star. The first three or four years... He was just a, basically looked like a fish out of water. And I mean, who wouldn't be uncomfortable? Out of, All of a sudden, your boss comes down and goes, now nah, I'm a worker shift and be on the floor nah, with you. And, and the greatest, not just your boss, let's say the greatest cashier of all time, Michael Jordan, comes down to play with you. And you're fucking 18 years old. It's a lot. And he didn't have social media, right? Hold on. And he didn't have any of that stuff to help him. So hold on, let me let me paint the picture of who paint this man picture. is. Paint it. Truly, and I'm almost done, and I'm gonna let you speak. Okay. I'm Five or six years in, he did become. Once he wasn't playing with Michael Jordan, the guy, the man, the myth, the legend that picked him, he did become a somewhat solid player. He averaged, you know, five points a game or so three or four rebounds, but he was solid defensively, and people, look, the man made $62 million over 12 years. You don't stay somewhere for 12 years if you're not doing your job. They're a bust. People, so it all starts, the NBA term people use is bust. That means basically you're a horrible player, right. but you can't say a guy's horrible if he lasts 12 fucking years. The average NBA career is two years. He's lasted 10 years longer than that. He made $62 million. Mm-hmm. So it's like he was saying on one video, hey, man, I bought my mama a house at 18. I was drafted by Michael Jordan. I made a million dollars and bought my mama a house. You know, he's got mad brothers. I've lived in Georgia eight years. 
I know them kind of people on grew up on dirt roads, you feel me? Had to wear plastic bags on their shoes when it rained because the road would flood of like you viewing him as a failure. He made more money than me. Right. Who am I to clown him? Hold on. So reason so the reason Kwame Brown is going viral is not because of what he did in NBA. It's oh, because well, I was gonna speak of that, what he's doing on Instagram. Can you can you talk about what he's doing on the gram, please? Okay, so what happened? What had happened was, as most great stories start, <laughs> two former NBA players, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. Great podcast. Uh, have a podcast entitled All the Smoke. Or, uh, it's like Black Effect Network. Somehow represented by Showtime, too. Really? They're like a sponsor or part of it. Don't ask me. They're getting off in the podcast. Anyway, which holla at us, Showtime. Anyway, uh, they had had uh, Lakers. um, Well, she's the owner now, but, you know, took the team from her father, Jeannie Buss. Jeannie Buss, yeah. And she was talking about a trade for Pal Gasol. And I think, um, what's his name? Kwame Brown was involved in that trade. And them being two former players... They went ahead and made the joke of there was only one player traded there as if Kwame didn't count and then we're laughing. One guy was just laughing Matt Barnes and he has lit Matt Barnes up the worst but it is a level of like y'all are players Gilbert Arenas was on there too who played with Kwame for a number of years that I think it touched a personal nerve of like I get why Stephen A. Smith would say that he didn't play with me but you're a player so for comedians it's like if another comedian now is like oh Phil Hunt sucks now it's personal or oh Phil Hunt is offensive and need to be cancelled now it's personal Mm -hmm. because we know each other why would you disrespect another player like that was his thing and then to come out and I mean we didn't have social media then so he took years of abuse from the media and like he's saying guys that never played that it's just like he was starting to get the Sam Bowie treatment and I don't think that was fair I mean Sam Bowie was great in college and then he came to the league and he had some injuries which slowed him down but uh, you know Kwame went on. He was talking on about the Breakfast Club. Matt Barnes. And then Charlemagne, of course, from the Breakfast Club, catches wind of the back and forth between Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, and him, and Kwame Brown, and kind of jumps in the middle to say his piece. Now, mind you, Kwame had already proved with Matt Barnes and Steve Jackson, y'all podcast is called All the Smoke. Bitch, I am the smoke. You know, unleashing these... 35 minute YouTube Instagram videos of him just in the car ranting. I mean, he in the car like Derek Jackson was in the car. Mm -hmm. Like, he's approaching his record. And Kwame was letting Smoke be known. Like, look, we all black men. We supposed to be sticking together. You know, so what's you sitting up on the internet downing me for? And, you know, (laughs) there's a comedic aspect to what he's doing. Because he calls uh, Matt Barnes, he only refers to him as Becky with the good hair. Yeah. 
which is hilarious. Matt Barnes got the hole, and he was like, you know, you light-skinned. You're supposed to be taking them girls like drink. Instead, you're out here getting your girl took because Matt Barnes, if you remember, former Laker and former teammate of Matt Barnes, is now with Matt Barnes' former wife. And, I mean, he's got kids with the woman. And Kwame went ahead and let loose on that. Like, fuck. NBA and and how many points per game I average. Let's talk about you getting your girl took uh, by your former teammate. Yeah, and and a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's a low blow." But like Kwame Brown's been saying, y'all said y'all was just joking, calling me a bus. I got kids. They hearing you call me a bus. Going, what that mean, Daddy? Yeah. yeah. So now that you. You've opened that door. I'm walking through it. We we just joking, right? Let me ask you this, Phil. What what about since you're more versed on uh, the Indiana basketball? What is his problem with Roy Hibbert? Well, we'll get to that. So then he jumps to Charlemagne. Charlemagne jumps in the middle. Oh, you know, I grew up in South Carolina, and and that guy, you know, was a uh, that guy. Kwame Brown has relatives there. I knew I went to school with his sister. His father's a murderer. His father allegedly did this and did that and did this and did that. And then Kwame Brown's like, yo, again, I got kids and we all black men. What are we doing? And he took it to the level of Charlemagne, you sitting up there saying I'm a killer. And I'm violent because of what maybe allegedly my father or uncle done. You had a rape case. Uh, is your whole family rapist? Sure did. Because what Kwame was saying was, what does even if they were murderers or killers, what that got to do with me? Yeah. So then Charlemagne apologized. He had to. Kwame Brown said, "I don't give a fuck. Fuck that apology. You owe that girl from the rape case an apology, not me." And I said, "That's real. That's honest." Yeah. Of when you point a finger, two, two, two finger right point right back at you. Oh, word, that's how you feel. All right, well, oh, I'm a murderer. I'm a killer because my father, uncle, allegedly is a killer. Then you're a bitch, and so's your whole family. So, and then not accepting the apology and saying, "Really, you don't owe me an apology. You owe my mother and you owe that girl from that case." An it's apology. significant because normally Charlemagne does not apologize for things he says on that show. So that should just let you know the depth. Of how what Kwame Brown said was true. Well, he's been dropping some gems. Here's the big gem that I think that he dropped that's important. And I see this a lot on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And as a sports fan, I'm very conscious of what I type. I'll never say, if you watch me on sports, I'll never be like, oh, this guy is playing horribly. Get him out of there. Because I respect that I played growing up. And I know they can play better than my ass. Right. So I'll say, you know, the Pacers look bad tonight as a team. Now, if you choose to take that so fucking personally, then fine. But I'll never say, you know, player number 12 is horrible. Yes. And he he deserves to die or fire him. I'll never say that. It brings me to something else I want to talk to you about that's been happening. You have you finish it up on. But I was going to tell you the thing with Roy Hibbert, former Indiana Pacer, was then he came out to say. But before we get to that, I wanted to finish by saying ESPN with Stephen A. Smith, who I love, although I don't think people get that's his job to be sensational and to be um, 
you know, what is the word? Hyperbole. Yeah. What's Skip? Skip. His skip. word is his, he's to be outrageous, and so is Skip to yeah, be skip outrageous. Is the same way. But yeah. then you go into a bar and see a guy just eating wings, and he's talking to you the same. Carmelo Anthony stinks, and you're going, how's he stink? He, he's averaging 25 points a game. What are you talking about? He's talking shit. Well, he doesn't have a championship, and Russell Westbrook told him this year, I'm a champion at life of like. Don't let me start listing my cars and what I bought my wife and my kids are like fuck this championship crap. I'm in the NBA at one. Like and people hate when black guys remind them of the money they made because they sitting there on the other end broadcasting yeah. at, at all of five five height mm-hmm. going, That guy's horrible. And Never it's like, get your ass out. out there and guard him. So to the larger point that Kwame Brown made of Y'all, Carmelo Anthony was out the league a year, had to beg for a job because of this type of culture. Like I said, I don't get mad at Stephen A. and Skip, but I do realize then you go out into the streets and some guy is going, ah, you, Melo sucks. And you go, what? <laughs> you could say maybe he should pass more. He needs to evolve his game, play a little more D, but he sucks. Yeah, and and Kwame that. was saying how it leads to them guys getting. So really, if you going to rag on me, I know you ragging on me because y'all rag on the greats. Yeah. And, man, and Kwame said, I guarded Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. That yeah. motherfucker do all sorts of moves and then throw the ball through the rim and you ain't even see it. Yeah, you know, Melo's got a great release. So you yeah. got these Stephen A. Smiths and these guys that can't play worth a damn saying that kind of stuff. And like Kwame said, I guarded him. Did you? Yeah. So who are you to sit there and say, and same with comedy, you know, and all, all the way out to different things to where I've had to tell regular people, you're not a comedian. You don't know what it's like up there of like, say who you like and move on. But your right. critique is, is in A. Just because our analytics say that 90% of our <laughs> listeners are male, uh, for the 10% that are female, we do apologize. So we're going to get into the advice and the uh, <laughs> the news, weird news in a sec. I just had to ask your thoughts, Phil, on what's going on with this uh, people throwing popcorn and spitting. I'll just say that popcorn and if what, well, hold on, at the that? NBA players, you see Russell Westbrook. Oh, the fans in the stands, yeah, they get crazy. I say if I'm on stage performing, and this is happening before someone's thrown chicken at me. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I was at the Manhattan Proper, mm-hmm. um, this old club that used to be open in Queens, and I was doing comedy. You remember the Proper? You had to take the E train all the way to Jamaica Parsons Ave, and you walk up, and you got to go down block. I had a bullet hole in the front door. The security guard was shorter than me, but you could tell he'd been in jail, because, you know, he moved funny. But uh, I went there and did comedy, and someone actually threw, threw a chicken chicken wing at me. Yeah. Now, I remember JP Justice had told me a story about that, and I didn't believe that that would ever happen, but <laughs> I'm up there telling a joke. It was some one of my jokes I used to tell when I was newer in comedy, mm-hmm. and it wasn't good, and I wasn't getting many laughs. And next thing I know, someone threw a chicken. Now, they didn't try to hit me. They just threw it in the general, general direction. And then you just big as hell, and it just happened to hit you. Right. It didn't hit me. It just landed near me, and I was like, oh, see, I don't... So yeah. my question for you is... What piece of chicken was it? Leg, drum? It wasn't a drum because everybody likes drums. It was a wing. Nobody likes wings. Okay. Are you a drummer? See, I wing got guy? hit with. I was up in uh, Harlem here. Grill on the hill. Oh my God, I remember grill. One forties or whatever mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. off Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and 
people who had been ragging on this chick or whatever. She was a, uh, I don't know the word to say. Bartender? I want to say lesbian, but lesbian isn't accurate. She was a, a guy dressing lesbian. So I tagged her as you look like Jada Kiss, and then I made a joke. <laughs> I made a joke of, you know, we gonna make it, whatever, whatever. Ah, so she weird. didn't like the joke, and she was she was being rude to other comedians. So, you know, as I'm standing in the cut, I'm like, this girl is rude, and like somebody really needs to shut her up. So yeah, I called her Jada Kiss. And I tagged it with, you know, we gonna make it. And the crowd was laughing. She was laughing. She laughed a little too. Ha ha, nigga. And then, yeah. I got, next thing I know, when I came off stage, I'm standing there talking to another comedian. And then I just, like, I almost heard it. And the hot wing sauce went into my eye. I had to, like, wash my eye out. And it was great because... It was a, it was a, it was a drum. So I still, I'm still. Oh a, wow! That's how you become flats only. I still fuck with wow. flats. I don't really like the drums. Who throws a drumstick? That's a, that's she the best threw, part of the chicken. Little, is drumstick. A little hot drummy at me real quick. Damn! What so did you do? I'm flats only now when I order my wings because of that. Wait, what'd you do? So now naturally, she's with a girl. Right. And there might have been like two girls with them. Now mind you, there's security. Now, at this point, I'm letting the clip go. Bitch this and bitch that. Oh, 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 he called me a bitch, security. I look at that security like, you did not hit me in my face with a drumstick and then talk about how I called you a bitch. So physically, you can hit me, but I can't call you a name. This security started talking to me like, you got to calm it down. I'm looking at security like, if anybody got to go, it's the bitch throwing drums. Yeah, they didn't say shit when it drummed. It's funny, when it happened to me, nobody did anything. They was 30 cent wings. Okay, and, I and, and, and I don't... And if the wings <laughs> is under 50 cent now, I don't go in the place because I feel like people are going to use them as projectiles. They will definitely will, but... I don't want to get hit in the face anymore. Yeah, what's funny, the, well, the, the proper had good wings, so... Whoever threw it, and the funny thing was, everybody saw who did it, but I couldn't see because the lights were on me. Because I was yeah. like, you know, you throw it at me in the middle of my set, I'm like, yo, who the who the who the, f threw a, who, who the f threw a wing at me? And everybody was like, ooh. And people feel like they can do. Uh oh, uh oh. And I'm like, so tell me who threw the wing? Who threw it? Nobody said nothing. Some of y'all was gonna watch me get a wing <laughs> thrown at right. me. Nobody gonna say nothing. You don't want the smoke anyway. And I feel like she did that because she was a woman. Because I feel like any guy would have known. And I mean, I would went right for his neck. I'm like, bro, you just threw a wing at me? Oh, I'm about to okay. eat the rest of your fucking wings. And you getting choked meet, on top Meet of me that. outside. Right. But uh, I don't but I think like people... she was a woman, she thought... It, it gets bad because, like, what happened to Westbrook, he got hurt during the game. And they were helping him off court. And some fan threw popcorn at him. And then Trey Young playing the Knicks game two... He's sitting there waiting to inbound the ball. Somebody spit at him. And I said, okay, you know what? This is why you got to let people like Ron Artest go into the stands. <laughs> because when when that should happen with Ron Artest, there was no incidents in the NBA for like the rest oh, of the wow. season. Wow, yeah, the fans acted accordingly for at least <laughs> the next two years. Bro, I'll never forget. I watched that game live. They saw that and thought, I don't want to get punched yeah. by 6'8 after. No, and I'm, I remember watching that game live and... 
you know, I'm not a Pistons or a Pacers fan, but it was basketball. I was just watching it. And I'm, I'm watching the thing, and next thing you know, you see Ron going up into the stands, and I'm like, holy shit. He grabs somebody's neck, and he's like, was it you? As a Pacers fan, I won't even interrupt you to really to really set the scene for that. They don't need to set the scene. They were playing the game. It was a good game. Long story. No, I won't. Please no, because you you be here for a while. Some basically somebody threw. For some of you who may not remember, somebody threw a cup of soda. Ron Artest was, was sitting. Best chance to win a championship. Ron Artest was sitting on the scorers table waiting to come into the game, and somebody threw a cup. It bounced off of him, and he was like, "Who the fuck did that?" And he went after the wrong guy who he thought it was. And it was the guy next to him. He went up to the guy and started choking him. Did you throw it? And the guy next to him started hitting him. The guy who was hitting him was the one who threw. And then half our team, Steven Jackson. Yeah. That What's, was dissing Kwame Brown. Who's the kid Who's the kid with the big head and had the, the, the stitches, the braids, but they would look like stitches on his head? I don't even know. Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal, yes. He was there, too, throwing punches at people. And and that kind of thing, that needs to come back to the NBA because you are not going to come on the mm-hmm. court with your five foot four ass and try to bring me the smoke when I know I'm 6'9", and I will destroy you. So people who throw popcorn, you're going to get the smoke. Trust me, if Russell Westbrook had two good working legs and was not surrounded by a bunch of trainers, trust me, he would have been in the stands asking you, All right, what's really good? You threw the popcorn, here I am. Throw it in my face now. They would have never done it. They would have never done it. But did you see, though, in the same clip, the fans who were next to the guy who threw the popcorn immediately pointed. No, 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 no. It wasn't me. That guy right there. If you go to jail. That was the Ron Artest effect. <laughs> exactly. Listen, let's make hey, sure hey, we hey, get hey. it right. Because I don't want to get punched because it came from this section. Exactly. And I look like the suspect. Yeah, I look like the guy who I'm going to go ahead and set them out and tell you who exactly who the fuck did. Let's clear, let's clear the air. It was not me. It was this idiot two rows back who can't. You know, hit a fly. Mm-hmm. Bad stuff. But uh, you know that I, people say that comes with the territory NBA, and I really don't think that's fair. Well, you don't go to thing. Do you, let me say this: You work as a cabbie, okay. and I've worked at Best Buy before. If anybody would have ever spit at me or thrown something at me at Best Buy, it would have been on site, and that's so, that has happened. The thing about the NBA is and this is what i don't think people get and sometimes i think there's casual fans that do shit like that of course anyone in the nba could have told you or anyone that watches the nba could have told you throw a drink at a player on the indiana pacers anyone but ron artest he's a new york guy he's from queens yeah tough Queensbridge Projects, the whole nine. St. John's is from where where uh, the the, the, the deep yeah. is from. That was his whole image, you know. And he was on what the Bulls before that, and he broke a camera. Yeah, he did. He he was a rough guy. So it's like so. Then Russell Westbrook last year they didn't have fans in the stands, right? They had players and family, mm-hmm. or. You know, yeah, friends and family basically was allowed in the stands in certain groups. Russell Westbrook scores two points in a row or four points in a row, two buckets, and screams at people's family and friends. Meaning there are women holding babies and Westbrook is like, yeah, come on, bitch. And it's like, dude, it's not. This isn't regular NBA where there's fans in the stands or you're on the road, oh, so people are opposing you. Yeah, in the bubble. So what I'm saying is, 
whoever threw that, you don't know who you're throwing something at? That dude's fiery. Mm-hmm. You know? He got Nipsey yeah, he Hustle written on his shoes. You, it's, it's go time. Yeah, no, he he's I, I could say I could tell if they wasn't around him, bro, he would have been in those stands. He would have it would have been another art test situation. But like yeah, I say they surrounded him. Like I say, I feel like the NBA they I feel like they come the, the, the players are human. They're and for human. Westbrook, there was a guy in Utah that they banned with yeah, a they, called they hit him with a lifetime ban. Called and the Kyrie Irving recently said flat out. You know, they won the two games in Brooklyn, and now they're going to Boston, I think, tonight or tomorrow night. And he goes, you know, they're asking him about his return as a player to Boston because last year he was hurt. Yeah. And he goes, I just hope we can keep it respectable and there's no racism. And I think most people go, oh, he's exaggerating or something. It's like, no, nah, he played in Boston's Boston. Boston's crazy. He played in Boston, so he's heard. Well, they tried to say that. They try to say that with, I think, Michael Shea made a joke on SNL about Boston, right? And all the black people got what he was talking about. Of course, the white people tried to, like, oh, why are you saying Boston's racist? You're rich, blah, 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 right? Boston. No, listen, this is hilarious. He makes that joke, like, two weeks before a playoff game with the Red Sox and somebody else, and... Long story short, the black baseball player, probably Dominican, you know, they threw batteries at him. I remember that. Yes, he did. So then Shay came back and was like, when I said that, y'all acted like I was crazy. They threw batteries at this man and called him the N-word. What do you want? Like, he's Boston's not wrong. Racist. Not wrong. It's, People it's in Boston are wild. Export. You know. Be uh, proud of where you're from. Right. So once again... Uh, if you are not a sports fan, I apologize, but it was a big, big time in sports. A lot of controversy, a lot of things going on. How your pace is doing, by the way? We out of it. Oh, we, they didn't, didn't make the play-ins, right? Coach. I want us to get rid of our coach because our former coach coaches Atlanta, and he took over halfway into the year in their fifth. You talking about we McMillan? We were fourth last year. So he switched teams. And went from fourth to fifth. We dropped from fourth to tenth. You know, he had a really good flat top when he used to play. I, I respected <laughs> Nate McMillan's flat yeah, top. Flat top. Back that was in the a day. good did, flat did, top. Did it didn't help like with his numbers, but he could hit a good three. It's so crazy that shit flat wasn't tops aerodynamic. Have come back, right? No, they haven't. Mohawks. They have the young boys is rocking them. Clint Capella got a flat top. That's on Atlanta. He, he got, got a, a flat top. He got that a Gumby. He, he, he got that that uh that blonde Gumby thing that that other. Well, German. he got the color thing yeah. going, but it's a flat top, right? It's a modern one, right? I guess so. First, as far as hairstyles and just black hairstyles, aren't you surprised that the um that the is that a flat top? That should, look, he needs a comb it. This looks like a well, nappy he's afro. Not bad quality of hair, but it's a nappy but, afro. But it is a flat top. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's it not, ain't quite kid and play. It ain't. No, fucking, it's it's not like flat. It it's got ridges and bumps. Like he needs to comb it. Like, kid play what is a kid? His his kid. Kid right? was the one with the high top. Kid. Face. Kid is probably 5'8", but he's 6'4 with his hair like that. That high top fade, boy. But what do you think hairstyles, black hairstyles, you want to see come back? You know what I'm so surprised I want to see that Stephon Marbury come back. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to get the part right up the middle with my Caesar, the fading part right up the middle. That's a Brooklyn thing because I never did that where I'm from. Nah, I used to have a gap, so it went with the gap. I used to have a gap in my teeth and I would put the part right up the middle. (laughs) 
That's what the cat. Larry Johnson did the same thing too. Grandma Ma did the okay, same yeah, thing too. Okay, yeah, he did. The yeah. fade with the uh, part right oh, down right the, the middle. middle. I went to my prom with a part of him. I was proud of that part because okay. it matched my gap. Yeah, but uh, I like uh, to apologize to all the people who are not sports fans. Listen, this is the first part of the show. I don't know though. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, but um, we we come back. Where see? I want to see the Jericho come back. That's the one. I do not want to see I'm the Jericho so come back. That didn't come no, back. No, it, because it it costs too much. Everything else came back. It costs too much to maintain that. You gotta have activator. Jeans you got, now. We wearing well, skinny jeans tops. will never end. Skinny we jeans will never end. In the eighties. Well, that wasn't known as skinny jeans back then. Back then, it was just jeans. I guess fair, but I'm just saying. Every they say everything comes back in style. So the flat top is. Well, back I'm in waiting style. for I'm waiting for British Knights to come back in Corn style. Rose. British Knights got to come back because I got money in that stock. All right. I'm, I'm very you remember surprised. BK Knights and Diamond BK Knights? Nah. Well, uh, yeah, I remember BK Knights. I had the pump. The pump. That was yeah. Reebok. What? That, they had the pump? No, Reebok had the pump, not British Knights. Listen. Some British Knights with the pump. Hey, listen. Thanks for listening. This is Avery Mason here with Phil Hunt, and we're going to go and continue and do some more when we come back. Next episode, we're going to get into advice and Betty White. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll be right back. And if not, we'll see y'all next week. This is But I Don't Know, though. Avery Mason here along with Mr. Who? Phil Hunt. Indiana's finest Next to Michael Jackson You should let me read those for you Read what? The The Betty Whites And read them to you Alright, welcome back We're back here It's uh, But I Don't Know Though With uh, comedian actor Avery Mason here with Or you can call me Kevin. And I'm here with uh, Mr. Phil Hunt. It feels like shrugging. Because you're just confusing people. Well, I, I just, I have the name Avery Mason is the working name. That's my middle name. I just. Just confusing, but you can call me Kevin. Yeah, we're family. I let friends and family call me Kevin. You call me if Kevin. I can call you Kevin, then you are Kevin. Well, just, just on the business See, card. That's like the Caitlyn Jenner thing to me for where it's like, look, man. It wasn't a matter of disrespect for me. Once I learned your name, that's your fucking name. Right. No pronouns? You don't do the pronouns? Yeah. All right. What's his name? Diddy? I call that motherfucker Puff Daddy. That's who he was when I met him. Yeah, he called himself P. Diddy. When I was introduced to him, he can put an ad in the paper and, you know, you know the energy that's associated with Puff Daddy, I'm not even feeling right now. In fact, I'm changing my name to Diddy. And people really started calling him Diddy. I felt like he was joking. No, yeah, no, I, I didn't understand that. I need to change how it looks. Cause. Well, like I said, he had that shooting with Shine at the club, and J-Lo threw the gun out the window, yeah. allegedly, pre-A-Rod and all that bullshit. And, yeah, I felt like he was joking. I still call 2 Chains Titty Boy. Ah, yes, I never understood Titty Boy. But well, it's, yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous rap a, name. Because he's a mama's boy or something But like that, that right? was when he was in DTP with Ludacris and yeah, all the... Uh, people people forget was, about that. They used to... He had a group. What was the name of the group? He DTP. was in a group. It was DTP. Disturbing the Peace. No, 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 no. It was, it was two people in the group that he was originally in. Player Circle. Player Circle, no, thank you. He was in DTP first with Ludacris, then Player Circle. And then, yeah, he had the... Uh, if I don't do nothing, I'm a ball with yeah. Wayne on the hook. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah... He got rid of dude so quick. Yeah, what's that other guy doing now? Who knows? <laughs> That's mad at him. 
Shouts out to you, the other dude. If you need something to do, we can look for a third dude on the podcast or something. Oh, man, that's messed up. He left him behind, behind. But look, his ass is Titty Boy to me. Yeah, no, Titty Boy. That's who he was first introduced to me. T-I-T-T-I. Wrestlers. Remember the Godfather? I do. Oh, Shango. Papa Shango. Well, he was also Kama Mustafa, but nobody remembers that. He was the ultimate. Kama Mustafa was the ultimate fighter. So he changed his name three times. But his biggest, his biggest uh, part or gimmick was the Godfather. That's everybody look forward to getting on the whole train. You know Jim Carrey. Yeah, James Carrey, because only living color. He was James. James Carrey. Yeah, he Carrey. was James Carrey. Yeah, the the one token white guy, Fire Marshal Bill. You take a lighter and then you put it over here with some gas, and next thing you know, kaboom! <laughs> now you're on fire. <laughs> so, we're doing something different today. Normally, when we do, when we play Betty White, I usually read the questions to Phil, but today, Phil has graciously volunteered to take the lead on the Betty White and leaving it up to me. So, again, for the rules you don't know and not familiar, maybe it's your first time listening to the program. Phil is going to read a crime to me, crime that happened, and I'm going to have to guess whether it's a white person by saying Betty White. If it's a black person, well, Phil's thing is, couldn't have been? You come up with your own, though. Yeah, I can't do, couldn't, I don't have the accent. I couldn't have been no niggas. Couldn't have been us. Yeah, he goes high, and I don't, I'm, I have a high pitch, but I can't get that. Couldn't have been no niggas. over there. But I might, I might, I might say something from like New Jack City, you know, maybe one of Nino Brown quotes. And then there's other because yeah, yeah, we haven't figured out. The we other. got to go in the middle sometimes, or like that don't sound like them or us. Right. Okay, well we'll start. Hit with me this off. One. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready to play. Betty White. Let's do it. And this one actually just happened Wednesday. Um, authorities are trying to determine the motive for a mass shooting that left eight people dead Wednesday morning at Valley Transportation Authority Rail Yard in San Jose. The gunman who worked there had some kind of workplace dispute. Also, is dead. Now, mind you. Workplace dispute. Uh, that's a little more than a workplace. Di- I had a workplace dispute. We we had to sit with the HR. That's right. For an hour. Were you was, was somebody eating somebody else's uh, lunch on the fridge? So you know something like that. I don't want to get into it because that person still worked there. We don't want to get them in trouble. So anyway, <laughs> details about the gunman and the attack are beginning to emerge. What we know about the gunman. He was identified by sources as Samuel Cassidy, 57, a maintenance worker at the VTA. Sources said the suspect is believed to have killed himself after the mass shooting. Uh, Let's read here. Let's go down at Cassidy's three-bedroom home in San Jose. Investigators discovered firearms and a large amount of ammunition, according to sources. His ex-wife filed for a restraining order against him in 2009. What happened at his house? Question mark. Before going to the rail yard, Cassidy apparently set his house on fire. Uh, neighbors of Cassidy knew him as a quote unquote very strange quiet guy uh, says his neighbor 
who lives down the street. You let your neighbors tell all your shit. If you get, you ever look at your neighbors and try to figure out which neighbor will be the one to say you was a weird motherfucker if you shot up your workplace. Yeah, I, I do that from time it, to time. It's the one that it's the one that doesn't put out like the recycling. <laughs> you know, I noticed he didn't put out the recycling. I just thought that was strange. I was thought that was so strange about him. He never separated the papers from the plastic. Stop waving at you all of a sudden. I just always find it funny that it's like. You know, had he had not killed himself, he'd have definitely shot this neighbor. Right. Of like, what, what you doing down there telling them people all my fucking business? Stop and why you got to bring up the restraining order against me in 2009, my ex-wife found. But that, that same neighbor was probably parking in his driveway, so, that, you know. All right, one more bit of details right, here. Uh, what do we know about the shooting, question mark? From witnesses who reported hearing shots outside the rail yard in San Jose. Uh, uh, Many details about the shooting are unclear, but it occurred during a union meeting. And it's believed he knew his victims. That is just like, oh no. She said victims were shot in two separate buildings. Damn. Leave the suspect. He had a vendetta. Damn. And the cops arrived, and he took his own life. All right. Avery, Kevin, whoever you want to be today, Diddy, Titty Boy. Call, uh, call me K Diddy. K, K Diddy. We're going to call you Kavery. That's a combination <laughs> of Kevin and Avery. Anyway. You call me Avon, too, if you want. <laughs> Kavery. Uh, what do you think the suspect was? All right, so let's look at the clues here, Phil. First things first, it's to me it was a little confusing at first because you say he was janitor. I was like, all right, you say he was a maintenance worker. Maintenance worker. Right, was, was, you think that's a fancy word for janitor? Yes, I do because See, when that's why he shot them damn people. When the toilet breaks, you, you up here disrespecting his profession. Okay. The so, man is a maintenance worker, not a fucking janitor. So what do you? The same way you don't like being called Kevin. He don't like being called a fucking janitor. What do you call people who flip burgers at McDonald's? Whatever the fuck they want to be called, because they on minimum wage. You call they're them, probably ready to snap at any moment. Do you call them grillers? What do you, you know? See now, see this is the difference between you and me. Okay, go ahead. Y'all worried about getting Diddy name right? He rich. He ain't never finna do shit. <laughs> Shine shot them people, not Diddy. Right. I'm worried about getting somebody that don't make shit's name right. They will spit your That's food. a motherfucker. I, hey, if you say you a, a machine technician, you a machine technician. Ain't that a bitch. You know, well, if you say you a maintenance worker, you a maintenance worker. You not a... Um, a janitor? A janitor. I feel Fuck like... that. Oh, a handyman? If you'd be offended if I called him a handyman? It's the same thing? That's kind of cool. Right. But, but janitor, I feel like that's a derogatory... Janitor like is derogatory. It has a negative connotation. So whose fault is the negative connotation? That's the name of the. That's listen, why we, no, we just talked and on one of the prior podcasts about people being fat, and you were like, "I'm not. It's not negative. You big. You chubby. Remember that? And you were like, "It's you chubby. It's not a negative. It's you chubby." But that's realistic. I'm just trying. If to you got a mop, if you got a broom, if you use a dustpan, look. look, look big all right, so ain't nobody. So we can say whatever we. I'm a, all right. Let's say. He he was a housekeeper then. He's a housekeeper. Is that okay? Maintenance man slash housekeeper. Even that's like that's All right. Talking. This feels like the whole pronouns debate again. I can't. Well, it really is because you, you're describing someone's job. 
So like I said, I'm I'm not the Diddy. Mm-hmm. I ain't worried about two chains. We seen him get robbed. He ran away from the dude. Sure did. And none of that gangster shit he talking them songs. Right. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, I call him Titty Boy. I call him Mike or whatever the hell his real name is. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, this the motherfucker whose name and, and title you need, you need to, know. to be getting right. right. This why so fine. The the maintenance worker, handyman slash janitor. Mm-hmm. All right. He burned his house down. Whew. I don't even know if the payments were finished on that, but uh, I'm going to say, <clears throat> couldn't have been no others. Yeah. Because black people, like, you got one payment left on that laptop. You, you're not, you putting. <laughs> you know where it gets weird to me? I, I ain't finna burn my house to the ground. I made all the payments. No, 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 listen. Then go to work. <laughs> I need a nap in between. <laughs> like he got to the meeting on time. He did, and he shot up. All right, so I'm just gonna say my guess. I want to say it was the white. Even his name is Cassidy. I'm gonna say it was probably probably Betty White. I'm a Betty White. Okay, let's see here if we got. What do we got? Because black let's people ain't gonna. He burned down his house, then went to work. Right, no, this is CNN. Not update, going to work because this happened Wednesday. So the one hour ago they released this update. The gunman picked which co-workers he killed in San Jose. Witness says there's yet another mass shooting in America's gun violence scourge. All right, now I'm gonna look here for a picture because you know when they be right. white, they try not to show you. Oh no! Uh, no, 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 no. Well. What do you think? He's mixed with something. He ain't black, that's for sure. Is that the guy? Nah, that's 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 white, homie. Yeah, no, he white. Um, and you know, obviously, it's a, a very big tragedy what happened. But um, yeah, because sometimes with these things, it's like people don't even care what happened. <laughs> well, see, because that's what see, see, get so busy well, with trying see, to Phil, guess, the, guess the race. You see, that, Phil, that's why when I tell you well, the crimes that I pick are crimes that are weird and crimes that be like. You know, so everything was off the wall, right? With the with the seance, the, the witch doctor, it was mm-hmm. crazy stuff. I never go and pick crimes that are like too close to the to the hip, because then it's just like, oh God, like oh geez, that's ugh, that really happened, yeah. But something where the guy who put the trout down his pants, it's you can kind of laugh, you know, at that. So. What else you got for me? I think I sent you a link if you want to go look up some. There some good ones. He's kind of sick of those. Those are a little less controversial. All right. All right, give it to me. What else you, what else you got for me? Keep them coming. Uh, 88. Let's see here. Uh, He's thinking about 88-year-old man allegedly murders roommate. Alright, 88-year-old man allegedly feels tickled after murdering roommate and wants to urinate on his grave. Larry Shaw allegedly killed his younger roommate, Kenny Barnes, after he'd asked him to do chores. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. It's the age for me. He's got eight, he's 88 years old with a roommate? Following years of apparent contemplation, an 88-year-old Southwest Missouri man allegedly murdered a man he disliked. Do they say how many years he thought about it? Because he 10 no. years is a long time thinking about killing somebody. You <laughs> it know what? doesn't. Larry Shaw has been charged with first-degree murder he weighed following the, pros. the fatal shooting. He weighed the pros and the cons of murdering right, so this guy. That Larry is- Shaw has been charged with first-degree murder mm-hmm. following the fatal shooting of 52-year-old Kenny Barnes at a home in Ozark. Investigators said Shaw lived with Barnes for six or seven years. 
Police said Shaw told them he'd had enough at the bars. <laughs> told, Come on, get told him to do. Oh, shit, my bad. Told him to do some chores Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't funny. We, hey, we nigga, sorry hold up. laughing. Nigga, you ain't gonna take out the garbage? But, How many times I gotta tell you to take out the garbage, man? But I'm this, tired of this shit. All of this is discovery for us because we ain't never read these stories, y'all. We we reading this stuff. <laughs> we making this up as we go. We fuck, we uh, sorry for laughing. No, it's not funny. It's a tragedy. To, to my man was a sharp Barnes. It's a tragedy what happened. Yeah, but, Kenny Barnes that passed. So RP to him. We don't want to laugh at that because if I get murdered... <laughs> You know what? I want y'all to laugh, but I want respectfully. So if I get murdered in a funny way, like so, I'm getting some head and I and I choke on a titty. I want people to make fun of that. And the to me, oh, oh, D cups, G's, J. You can you can get choked out by a J. Or or or, or if yeah, one of them girls titties, who went to on it's a, one of the girls who went to Dominican Republic got plastic surgery and the titty starts leaking cement Something in your throat. Like that. that that would be funny to me. Like he died on a bus. Yeah, titty. we we sorry. We laughing because we read. We making this up as we go. I ain't never read no, this no, story. No, it's funny. He asked him. To I'm do, reading it for the first time he, with y'all. He asked him to do chores and he was like. You ain't gonna make me take out that garbage. Well, the age is kind of funny too, cause he's 88 years old, but he's living with a 52 year old. So can you, he's looking at him. He's basically 30 something years older than him, really like a child. All right, so it wasn't a fight. Let's just put it out there right now. It wasn't a physical fight. To how how did he kill him? Did he put something in his tea? Did he did he put like Clorox in his bath water or something? Like how? All did right, he kill I'm gonna him? get to that. We're gonna keep reading. Mm-hmm. Police says y'all told them. He had enough after Barnes told him to do some chores Wednesday morning. He allegedly got a handgun and waited okay. in a recliner for three hours before shooting him. <laughs> the gun had been stored between cushions of the couch. Court documents state that Shaw told police he was kind of tickled that he shot Barnes. Wow. Furthermore, wow. he expressed no apparent remorse in police interviews following the shooting. Shaw appears to be possibly smirking in his mugshot. He was sick of dude. They found Barnes lying dead outside of home. Damn. It's unclear if the two are related or were anything beyond roommates. Interesting. Okay. okay. Now, I'm going to say this, and I mean, you'd have to see his picture to understand what I'm saying, but obviously you can't because you got to guess. What do you think he was, okay. dog? I'm going to say that I don't know many, many black people at age 88 who have 59-year-old roommates that's not their nurse. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, he asked him to do chores and the guy lost it, sat in a chair for three hours with a handgun. Now, uh, there's a big age difference, but a handgun puts everybody on the same playing field. I'm going to say, you know, I feel like black people be petty though. There'd be stuff like you know what I'm saying? Something happens in the house, like somebody wears somebody a t-shirt. That stuff, I'm going to say it's one of us. It's one of us. One of us. I could see that somebody getting mad. Like, I done told you for the ninth time, don't put no dishes in the sink. And he's like, oh, you want, you, you think you're the boss of me? Yeah. I, I was probably a black guy. You're wrong. And what? this is, uh, yeah, Betty White, dog. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's smiling, too. He's slightly smiling because I think he might be going into the dementia area. He's almost, he's two years from 90. Yeah, at that point, in 88, you don't give a fuck about going to jail. I you I ever care. seen I... the Sopranos? When the uncle shoots Tony Soprano, he, but he's just old as shit. And they were having trouble figuring out, like, 
Did he do that out of malice or is he just old crazy? Damn, he shot and killed that guy again. He didn't kill him. He just shot his. I'm talking about Tony Soprano. Oh, 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 oh right, right, right. I thought you were talking about. Now, he movie. shot and killed this guy. This guy's dead, but. He I think it was probably the shock that you just don't expect an 88-year-old man to ever shoot you. And like he said, it was really kind of diabolical. He had to have been he mad. Had he the sat gun in the, the couch. Yeah, he sat in the chair for three hours. I wonder what like, were the chores. But then, see, this is how I knew they weren't black. First off, listen. Listen. What you got? You ain't going to be black and be 88 with no roommate that's a male. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree Because with that. your family at this point going to say, listen. If you gay, just tell us. It's, right, it's right. okay. You grown man. Don't be 88 with no roommate. Old, 59 years you old. You hit about 35. Now, New York, we in, we in New York. So, in New York, you know, it get a little, roommates get a little older. But you ain't finna be no damn 88. And I think this guy was 56 or whatever the hell yeah. he was. 52, I think. 52. Right. Y'all ain't finna be 88 and 52. See, this last line let me further know. What, what was it? Shaw appears to be possibly smirking in his mugshot. Police say Shaw shot Barnes once in the chest. They found Barnes lying dead outside the home. It is unclear if the two are related or were anything beyond roommates. That's the old Bert and Ernie argument. Right. I'm going to put this out there. I think they were more than just roommates. Who's paying the rent? Who's paying the cable bill? That's that's the these are the questions. Roommates can be fucking annoying though. I've been lucky knock on wood. All my roommates were kind of hand curated of like, that's my homie, we hang anyway. Right. We might as well live together. I'm always at his crib, he always at my crib. We were in our twenties. It was fun. You know what yeah, I mean? 88, you need help going to the bathroom, and his roommate probably had to help him wipe. And this know, is why I think you're stuff. supposed to live with a woman at that point. Man and woman, we, we we go at it, but you know where we make up at. We ain't got to go into detail. Right. We make up, and then we go, I'm going to do better. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know what I mean? And man and man, that's like, you know, two rams butting heads to where it's like. Yeah, you had to help him go to the bathroom. The had stronger to- or more diabolical evil rams. Well, what were some of the chores? Did he, did he ask him to help Never him shower? Never in the detail, but help. I'd imagine. Here's one thing. He had to help him shower at some point. an old roommate used to do that pissed me off. Uh-huh. He would make tuna. That in my family, for whatever reason, we just never had really dealt with tuna. Okay. He would make a tuna sandwich, put the can in the garbage, and then leave the garbage there. You make tuna, you have to take out the fucking garbage. Or at least drain the tuna water in the sink so the can no, doesn't... Oh, you got to get rid of that now can. You, no, wait, 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 hold on. You could wash the can out. That is the stinkiest. No, you, but that's because they don't wash... You got to wash the can out before you put it in the garbage. If you just leave the tuna juice in there, of course it's going to stink. Listen. You rinse the tin the out. The juice stinks. The can stinks. You basically need to set your apartment on fire to get rid of that smell. <laughs> Meaning, once you put it on the breads, you got to eat it, get rid of it. Hmm. I, I don't eat fish. I'm allergic to it. What? All fish? I eat shrimp. Anyway, that's a long story. Wow. Because wow. I'm fancy. You are. With my pinky out. Okay. I eat shrimp. Yeah. But anyway, what I'm saying is, roommates can be fucking be annoying and they can't have bad habits. So it's interesting. They didn't list precisely no, they what didn't. he did, but I could imagine. I used to have a roommate in college, and I remember he used to eat all my food, and that used to fucking piss me off. My mom sent me one time, they have these things in college, uh, they send you these care packages during finals week, 
And we have like cookies, all mm-hmm. you know, jelly beans, chips, all kind of college student friendly snacks. And I came home one time and I seen the my mom had sent one. And it was this little bucket on my bed. And I was like, yes. Went in there, I opened that bitch up. It wasn't nothing in there but some licorice. And I'm looking at my shit like licorice and empty raptor wrappers. And I'm looking at my shit like, wait, 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 wait. My mom sent me a bucket of licorice. What the F is going on? So I look at my roommate and he's like, I'm so sorry. I was hungry. I couldn't help myself. You know, you have a mother who buys you these things. My family's back in Africa. I don't have nobody here. And I was just so hungry. And I'm like, nigga, if you would have asked me. I would have gladly shared it with you, but you ate everything in here except for the shit you didn't like and left it for me and left the shit on my bed. It probably would have been better if you would have just eaten everything and thrown the evidence away and I would have never known. <laughs> but what you left licorice like nigga I don't like licorice I like cookies I like chips and pound cake and you ate all that shit. You didn't just take one you ate every fucking thing and then. Yeah, but, but it's fucked up. Too. It's just like, nigga, what about me? Like, I know you hungry, but nigga, what but about me? There is a level of honesty of like, God, but you being honest. I mean, I felt bad, but at the same but time, like, nigga, see, sometimes honesty is worse. But nigga, I like pound cake, Phil. That's all I'm saying. Leave me a pound cake. You eat everything else. Worse. Leave me a pound cake. Well, all right. This why is it called pound cake? Is it because it weighs a pound? What is why is it pound cake? I don't know. Maybe because I like pound. They cake use too. a pound of ingredients. I don't fucking know. All I'm saying is roommates suck when Listen, they eat all your shit. If you, what's the email for the podcast? Email us if you know why it's called Pound. Why is it called Pound Cake? You're gonna have to at us on Twitter and Instagram, which you should know by now. Twitter, the Avery Mason, Instagram, Avery Mason official, and for Phil, it is I am Phil Hunt. So if you know why Pound Cake is called Pound Cake. Just DM, mention us, let us know, because I'm not sure, and I don't feel like looking up. Phil, what else we got in Betty White? Let's get the next crime All going. All right, last one. Florida woman Uh-oh. admits to having sex outside hospital, exposing public to sexual organs. Anne Marie Tucker, the woman charged in an alleged tryst, has pleaded guilty to two charges. A Florida woman and man allegedly got caught with their pants down quite literally outside of St. Petersburg Hospital. Damn. And are now facing exposure of sexual organs charges. Anne-Marie Tucker, age 45, and Albert Singletary, age 37, were arrested earlier this month and charged with misdemeanors of trespassing and exposure of sexual organs. Exposure. Both were arrested March 2nd. Uh, the arrest was located on the property in close proximity to a no trespassing sign mm-hmm. and upon being located was found to be exposing sexual organs in plain view of the public mm-hmm. while to participating in sexual intercourse with the co-defendant. Tucker's vagina and Singletary's <laughs> penis, testicles, and buttocks because... You can't have the penis out without the te- buttocks. Yeah, it's a package deal. Package you deal. Got to, you got the package deal. You got yeah. to give some some effort. All right. We're in full view <laughs> to members of a public on a nearby street. The affidavit alleges huh. investigators believe Singletary was under the influence of alcohol at the time of the incident. While it was not known if Tucker was under the influence, Tucker pleaded guilty to both counts and was sentenced to time served. Singletary is being held with a whopping 
$300 bomb mm, and is mm, currently awaiting a Florida. hearing. Tucker has a number of misdemeanor and felony, including cocaine and prostitution. Oh, cocaine and prostitution. All right. Um, now, this Betty White edition is a special edition because we got not one, but two defendants. So, making it hard. Making it hard. Pause. So let's go with what do you think? Man and woman, let's go, you know. All right, I'm going to start with the woman first. It's Florida. Her name is Anne Marie. Anne Marie Tucker. She's a prostitute who likes cocaine. And Albert Singletary. Okay. They got caught having sex outside. $300 bond. Drinking involved. You know, black people, if we're going to do it, it's going to be inside of a car, broom closet, when the kids go to sleep. You know, we're not... I don't think black folks is doing it outside in front of people. So, couldn't have been your niggas. <laughs> um, the name Anne Marie makes me think Betty White and time served. Hmm. Yeah, Betty White for the woman and for the dude. Only because I was a big fan of Mike Singletary in the NFL. I'm going to say he probably black. Because a dude, uh, see now, a brother won't turn away no cootie. You know, if somebody's like, I'm going to give it up you to you, let's just go. You are a winner. Come on, uh, give it to me. And Marie is a white woman, and Albert Singletary oh, is a black he man. He looked like little boozy. She's out there making she, Dr. Umar not proud. She was Albert probably Singletary. trying to get some money for her cocaine, and he was like, all right, you know, let me get a little something, and uh, i get a couple dollars, couple dollars. Yeah. Damn, sad. You know, he had to get it. That white woman is hard for the black man to resist. All the all the way Jesus back to Malcolm Christ. all the way back to Malcolm how, X. How old did you, how old did you say she was? She's forty five and I That's forty five? Seven. Oh yeah. my god, like he's forty five and you, he is thirty seven. You, you know what scares me about getting old is like I'm looking at her and I'm like, that's 45. Is that what I look like at 41? Well, that's 45 as a woman who's been arrested for cocaine possession <laughs> and prostitution. That's my nightmare. It's like in Florida, that heat dry your ass up. It's I, a reason why people go there to retire. I want to look already wrinkled and dry. I want to be age ambiguous when people are like, I tell them, hold on. And they're like, wow, really? You taking great care of yourself. But I want to look at that picture. I wouldn't have guessed she was 45. I would have thought she was in her 50s. That, she looked beat up. Damn. Not too late to turn it around for you, though, Singletary. We ain't gonna tell Doctor Umar. And, no, I'm snitching. I'm telling Doctor Umar. And, and, and the brother Malcolm, good brother Malcolm X, known as Detroit Red at the time, was running around with some white prostitutes and burglarizing homes, and got sent to the penitentiary and got it straight. So guess what, brother? You got a mm-hmm. you know you got a long way to go of like you know thirty seven ain't too late. Well, I wonder how old he got to raise his standards. Malcolm was only like what twenty eight when he died. Twenty eight, yeah. So he was really young. He was wild. He was running around there wild. He was really young as Detroit Red, but you know, and that was one of our greatest black leaders. Mm-hmm. So black man, you know, they got had to get sex some of outside them, of a hospital. Some of them white women and pork. That's that's the thing. So. You know, until you know who you are. Now, see, I know who I am. I'm just into the park at this point. But yeah, I will. I, I love me but some bacon. Indiana Field might have been into some other things mm-hmm. that I can't tell y'all about over here. <laughs> 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 All right, Phil, you ready for some advice, bro? We ready, man. Let's get into it. All right, so let's get into it and um, start off. I'm gonna hit you with a whopper right off top. Help! 
I caught my son in a compromising position with the vacuum cleaner. And what I do for you... <laughs> I wasn't ready. What I do for you, Phil, is a bonus of... I'll let you guess if it's Betty White or whatever. I mean, I'm not going to be able to tell because he's all anonymous, but I'll give you the clues and... You know, we'll see what we come up with, all right? Well, you'll read it, and yeah, I'll hear the clues. Of Help. Man, I already got the answer. To I know you do. Help. I caught my son in a compromising position with the vacuum cleaner. This story is from Slate. I don't know what to say to him. I much prefer to say nothing at all. Right, I came home early from work on Friday to unex. <laughs> That's how I always start. I came home from work early. One supposed to be home till five. Came home at two. I came home from work early on Friday to the unexpected sound of the vacuum cleaner running in my 12-year-old son's room. Thinking that perhaps this was a sign of the apocalypse, my son cleaning his room without major nagging on my part, <laughs> I burst in there and caught him with his pants down and the hose attachment attached to his... Well, you know. <laughs> he froze like a deer in headlights. <laughs> After picking my jaw off the floor, I bubbled something stupid like, Excuse me? I turned around and walked out and hid in my room. <laughs> ah! He left to go to his dad's for the weekend shortly thereafter. He'll be home tomorrow night after school, and I don't know what to say to him. Actually, I do have to say, actually, do I have to say anything to him, or can I just act as though this never happened and not say anything about it at all? What do you think? Now, I'm going to share this, before you answer, I'm going to share this story with you that happened to me. Something similar. It was my time to do the chores, had to wash the dishes, mm. had an itch in my crotch, mm. started using the countertop to scratch my crotch. It started feeling really, oh, really, oh. really what good. Doing, I was scratching my crotch, or so I thought, and it started feeling good. As it starts feeling good, my mother comes in, and I didn't know she was there, and she's just staring at me, and then I... You know, I noticed that someone was, I felt like eyes on I look over to my left, and my mother's just sitting there on the phone, just staring at me like, what are you doing? It's like, and I was like, uh, just washing the dishes, Bob. <laughs> we never talked about it. We never talked about it. Because they'll keep those secrets for you. She made the face like she walked into somebody's so fart. You know that, you, you know, so, Phil, you know that face that they make when you walk into someone's fart? And my mother's face was like, like mm. so I'll tell a quick story. What the? I mean, the quick story is, in short, I had discovered back in the day, so there was no internet, and none of the shit you lucky kids have today. My father had a black tail magazine in the bathroom of the master bedroom. So I'm in the master bedroom doing, you know, masturbating in the master bedroom. You're a master of your domain. Wow. The parents are gone. Thinking I'm safe. Of course. But I got a nosy ass little sister. Oh, God. Here we go. Apparently, while I was doing the dip, looking at the black tail magazine, Unlike you, Mr. Singletary, out there with that white lady. Anyway, uh, I hope he got a deal. I hope it was a black, some sort of BLM deal. Some, I hope it was Black History Month and you got half off for that oh, white Yeah, you got a discount. Yeah. Anyway, so I was doing the deal, and apparently the little sister saw me and told. Now, mother was, baby, that's all right. I mean, you getting older and... You know, your body's changing and hormones and <laughs> becoming a man. My father was like, nigga, what you doing with my book? <laughs> For grown people. The pages all stuck together and shit. What you really doing? 
Then I remember like a week later, I'm not thinking about the fact that I got told on by my snitch ass little sister. <laughs> then I'm going, wait, you watched me? What a weird person you are of like, ugh. Leave me alone. Anyway, <laughs> I went to like grab a fork or something and he like laughed and kind of went, nah, wash your fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch shit in the house. And I just felt shame. <laughs> like, why are you yeah, playing me? That's the same thing he be doing with the yeah, magazine. My, my mother shamed me. She just stared at me. You know, after that, she never let me do no dishes. God bless my Couldn't mom. Couldn't do no she chores. Never, my mom never God, God bless my mother. Because they were like, it's all right, baby. My I know mom you. was just like, your you father hormones was like, and your body's changing. Your father was like, look, if that was your magazine, I don't care. But you touched my collection. My like, father was just like, this nigga here. Well, what do you think, Phil? What should she do? I personally think... I, I, <laughs> I'm kind of mad. I never thought of that. What? Man, get that vacuum head. No, that's got to hurt, bro. Like, like, before we got locked inside, people was legit having discussions online about sex robots. Okay. Just because she fake don't mean our love ain't real. So... <laughs> As inclusive as we trying to be right now with like, uh, what was it, Demi Lovato just said she's non-binary. She's like, lady, what does that even mean? They was calling her ass Demi Lovato, and I said, that's about what she gets. Hilarious. But because it's like, you rich, you white, you're trying to opt into some sort of struggle. Don't. There is no struggle. But take your beautiful ass on respectfully, and Demi Lovato. Go get your boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, no one cares. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And you were just saying you were on drugs, you know, two years ago, overdosing and shit. So, who knows if you high or not. Anyway, all I'm saying is, if we can include if the LGBT, we got to add robots to that shit, man. And, and vacuum. A vacuum is not qualified as a robot, fella. I'm shit. sorry. That's better cheaper than that prostitute Singletary had. <laughs> so, and he didn't get caught in public. His mom judging him. I would have only judged him if he didn't use protection. I'd have oh been like, my Look. god! I'd have been like, right. listen, son, right. I used that vacuum for the same thing last week. <laughs> I don't think you know what she's got to make. I kind of want to know how it was. Did this oh no, 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 no! Did he finish? No, off not or? that type of pot. Nope, Phil. I don't want to know. Vacuum bags, right? You have to change them shit. Oh my god, Phil! So his kids is inside the vacuum bro, bag, bro. He was, he was, he had his penis in the family vacuum. All right. Imagine all the stuff you got to pick up with. You the know vacuum. what I like is that she was like, "Oh, he never cleans his room." I was happy. <laughs> she was coming to give him a hard time. Oh, Good job, son. Next, make See, your bed. That's how every story begins. Somebody gets off oh, work early. My mother never let me do the dishes after that. Like every time, it, she was like, "No, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll take I care of it." One. What do you got? Fall back. I'll, yeah, I'll take care of this dishes. This is all on me. Miss, your son is not confused. He's just trying to get a nut. It it, it happens but, but to every guy. He's young and he's exploring the uh, world of uh, life. No, he watches too much TV. A vacuum Listen, cleaner? Man, that shit is going to hurt, man. Don't be robotophobic. That man can sex a robot. Or a vacuum if he wants. Oh, God. I don't know how that shit is. Uh, no, no, Phil. No, you don't. It's going to hurt. It's a vacuum. It, it has a suction power to kick particles off but the floor. But that's what you want. You want some, some, some sort of, you know, 
Uh, Some real force that's hurt. coming back on your shit. That's 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 interesting. That takes real planning. You know, and you gotta plug got his dick. Plug the vacuum in. Cause you're actually right. Does he have it on high or low? Exactly. Does he start on low and that's then turn it hurt. up? That's right. <laughs> you start you, you start losing pubic hair and you start it's too. Shh. Whatever. I can't see how that'd be pleasurable at all. You know what? Also, I don't think he's ever going to be able to have a woman do it because after it won't feel the same. After it won't feel the same. A no. vacuum on high, or, right. or God bless, super high. A woman is a step down. Yes, it's like yeah, yeah her like, draw power what? can't be equal to that. Girl, you ain't got it like my Dyson do. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, you don't give it up. All right, you got a Dyson. Yeah, Me and Dyson gonna go. Day, he just got a vacuum. Yeah. It's a great gift for Valentine's Day. You don't get chocolates, you don't get wine, you get a vacuum cleaner. You must, you really know what I wanted. (laughs) It's just what I wanted. Goes to the room for 30 minutes. All you hear is. Yes, so uh, Miss, you need to get your son therapy. That's that's what I'll say. Get him therapy and knock before you walk in next time. That could have saved you a lot of uh, awkwardness and discomfort. Right? Gotta knock first. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, your kid gets to a certain age. Now, God bless. She thought she was doing the best thing of just, I'm a happy mom. He's playing in his room while I'm not here Mm -hmm. with his pants down. But she meant well, but (laughs) after a certain age, you gotta go, nah, my son of that age to where he may be on personal time. Do you think. Do you think that she got rid of the vacuum after that? Or she you know what I hate about this? Because, see, yeah, I'm sorry. Because, yeah, I do this a lot of, with us on the podcast. of just Another tangents. Phil tangent? You know what I hate about this? What? She judging the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Women routinely use objects and robots no, and machines no, no, to get this no, shit off. No, stop. No, Let me no, talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Don't believe you. That's because, I mean, listen, you, you're a married man. So all I'm saying what is. All I'm saying is. I done met some girls that you ain't got another. Come on, give me some more, and I'm going. Bitch, that's it. That's all I had. <laughs> that was three rounds. They need four and five rounds. I'm talking about twenty-something-year-old girls back in the day, right? They plugged in some shit. I heard almost like a lawnmower start. Rum, rum. And she going, if you don't mind, I'ma just. You know, and they got the rabbit, and they got that other big ass joint. What's yeah. the big joint? I don't even know what that's called. Yeah, no, there was a girl. So I'm saying, if women can use all these toys and nobody call them a freak or a pervert, then my man can get that head on super high from a Dyson vacuum. I think there's only one time in my life of, in when I was in college, it was a girl I was messing with, and you know. Just you know, she was a lot of woman, and I didn't get her there. And mm-hmm. I got there. I was like, "Hey, what's up?" Girl. You know what? She was like, "Let me get my thing. I got to take care of this." And I just watched, and I was like, Vroom. "I was Girl. like, wow, you really." But you know, but it wasn't a vacuum, dude. It's a little odd. A little odd. I, I'm not gonna give him a pass on it, you know. And maybe he'll grow up to sell those vacuums and be Alas. very successful. What, what was the joint called? Uh, maybe he'll be a Hoover vacuum salesman, door to door. I'll tell you about all the functions. Look, it's got this really great suction grip. 
who gets all the dirt off the ground. And he'll wink at the husband. Really great. You know, if your wife is mad at you, you can go vacuum and, you know, get your... Shut the door. Shut the door. Lock it. But yeah, we so we ain't taking that from women. You ain't judging my man getting off with the vacuum cleaner. Man, before the pandemic, girls was online sucking cucumbers and sucking gas nozzles and... Gas nozzles? Yeah, they was just being real freaky for no reason. I never heard about no gas nozzles, but... You can see it, bro. I'll but send it to you. The, the, the vacuum is a little weird to me, but hey, you know... I'm not judging you, my I'm man. I'm not judging, because I've had some Avery's weird times. being robotophobic. Nah, me. man. But, but vacuum, that's a little bit That's a little bit much. plugging in all types of shit, using all types of wattage to get they note off. Oh, but boy. a man do it, and now we weird. But it's the vacuum. It's the same thing you use to clean the house. You can't use a dildo to pick a pickle to clean the house. You can use a pickle, put it in your salad, and maybe clean it off you before you eat it. You ever ate a salad that a girl used to keep? I don't want to know. I don't want to think about it. Because <laughs> it happened, actually. Oh, Lord, I prefer that. That'd be a his that I like to eat. Mercy. For real? You'd eat a pickle after a girl is finished eating it yes! up? Yes! It starts off as a cucumber and she uses it, then it becomes a pickle. Yeah, we ain't gonna act like uh, vagina is gross as we all come from it, so. Well, it's clean. It's got its own self cleaning system. We're getting too tight on the rabbit hole. You tasted your mama's. Ah, we we right. don't like to think about it. Woo! You came out that joint. Next you know question. Are you ready for your second advice question to fill? We're kind of running low on time here. All right. But uh, let me read it to you. we got about 15 minutes or so, so we'll get to the second question here. Also off of Slate. It's a good one. You're going to like this one. Help. My 30-year-old boyfriend has no interest in losing his virginity. <laughs> let's, let's let that soak in. Help. My 30-year-old boyfriend has no interest in losing his virginity. It's going to be tough long term, but I'm hesitant to pass up an otherwise great guy. Uh, I've been seeing a really sweet guy for three months. He's intelligent, fun, considerate, and generous. My issue is that he is a virgin and doesn't seem very interested in changing that. We are both in our early 30s. I'm recently divorced. My husband was a compulsive cheat and have a two-year-old son. I have discussed sex with James. is not his real name. And he said that he originally wanted to wait until marriage for religious reasons, but now doesn't feel that it's necessary. He just wants it to be with the right person. We were making out, we were making out the other night, and I whispered to him how much I wanted him. He said he wanted me too, but he sounded awkward and unconvincing. I want you? He always tells me that we can't do anything because he doesn't have condoms. Has that ever stopped anybody before? I'll go, I'll pull out, I'll pull out, don't worry. Let me just stick tip in, let me put the tip in. Um, but he hasn't made any attempts to purchase some. I can tell he's aroused when we kiss, but I'm worried that he just isn't very interested in sex. That would be tough for me to handle long term. Is it wrong that I expect our relationship to be further along after three months? Three months, no pooty. Okay. My friends say I need a man with more heat and passion. But I'm hesitant to pass up an otherwise great guy. Wow. I've, that, this is the first time I've ever heard a guy. Usually it's the guys that's chasing it. But here's a woman who's chasing it. He don't want to give it up. I think he, you know what? I'll be honest. I'm going to go left field here. He probably got STD and you don't want to tell her. Because after three months, why wouldn't you want to sleep with your girl? You know what it is? I think that if you make it past like 22... And you haven't had sex, that it becomes such a big task in your mind. Really? 
Yeah, so I think it's a mental block, right? You ever see the 40-year-old version? Of course I have. It just became a mental block. What did they tell them on there? Their recurrent theme was kind of, see, your problem is you're putting the pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> and I think this man wants to be great. Now, is he being weird, too? Hell yeah. This is probably the dude that's been sleeping with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> You know, of like, he's never been. You'll never be as good as my Dyson. See, yeah, you know, that's the whole, his whole thing, you know, so. Can you imagine that? They're in the bed, they're doing it. He's like, I I just, it's not, can we get the vacuum? Can we put the vacuum on? She's like, for what? Just, you know, I like the vacuum on. Let me hear the noise. Put put it on YouTube. Put the sound of a vacuum on YouTube. It'll help. It'll help. Hmm. (laughs) Is this this working for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think she should do? Um, so, did she ever reveal that she a virgin to her? Just of course you know. not. She got a kid. Oh, wow. She said she has a two-year-old kid and she's divorced. Then he should have known going into that. Like, you don't have to do some humping. She got a kid, so that's proof that she gets it in. Yeah. When, yeah. when women want when women want to have sex, they, you know, they make sure there's a babysitter. And he's 30? Yeah. They make sure there's a babysitter. They clean the house. They light some candles. They cook food, you know? See, I don't even know, but I'm going to say couldn't have been no nuts. Because Singletary was getting it in right there. It was in the open. Right away. Hey, we ain't going to go home. Right here around he the corner. He went and ran her her little $10, $15, whatever the price of. It, it's pandemically priced. Right. For, right for Down the, in Florida. It's cheaper drugs in are cheap. Florida. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, know yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah. I know if you go south, the price goes down. Sure That's does. just what you know. You know what I but mean? Gas is cheaper in the south. It is so rare to hear a woman that wants it. Well, we saw something on Instagram. Singletary ain't know about that vacuum. You know what? Maybe it was that same couple we saw on Instagram where the girl was complaining that the husband don't give her no no sex. I don't even know, dog. But we ain't, we ain't mentioned that on here, so I don't want to get into that. I'm still stuck on the vacuum because, you know, you go to the gas station, you put four quarters in. Right. Man, <laughs> that's, a, that's a strong vacuum. So in my mind, all three of these stories run consecutively. Now I'm comparing goodness. one person to the other person to the other person. Where it's, it's possible like, that no one will ever match up to his Dyson. Like you'll never be good enough. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for this dude, I mean, but but, but we don't really. Know I don't him. believe it's anything religious. He's I. It's why would you turn down? You grow well, up. Why I'm, would you I'm turn down? I'm telling you seriously. It's like public speaking at a point. You got to get naked to a certain extent. Right. It's very, we don't realize, like, you know, if you, like I said, the oldest virgin or so that I've met was like 22-ish, meaning like, that's still a very young age. Is it later? Yeah, but people don't like to, you know, these fast-ass people start at, you know, 15, 16. And then they frown on everybody, but 22 is still somewhat young. Mm-hmm. 21-ish, even. Right. Right? But once you hit, like, 25, you just kind of are stuck in that mode. You move like a virgin, and you're almost afraid. You're afraid to pull it out, basically. So, mm. I'm trying to see where he coming from. Or like, I don't know how they even hooked up, because... I wonder did he tell her up front that he was a virgin. Um, I feel like if he was a virgin, virgins do things that you know. Like when I was a virgin, I would say 
and do certain things with people are like yeah but yeah. you're so young that like I said it's almost laughable and accepted because Remember? you're so young he's so old so so here's my thing I'm gonna put this on her because you go wow. you out here in the streets fucking you got a whole child and you link with a virgin? Well, remember in her letter, she also said she wanted a guy who was nice. Her last husband was a, a you cheat. You don't go backwards. Her bro. last husband was a cheat, so she found the nice guy. Man. Maybe he goes to church. You're going to get me But he don't want to have sex. Said, All right, I'm getting into my okay. woman bag. All right. of, Here we this go. is the issue with women. Here we go. That they think, hold on, stop. You blazer. Stop. Stop. Phil. That, let me say what I'm going to say. Go ahead, Phil. They think there's some fucking middle ground. There is no middle ground. Either you out here humping and fucking like a rabbit, or you're a fucking virgin. There ain't a lot of in-between. Meaning like, you know, yeah, she was saying her last guy was cheating, right? Right. So now she jumped from one extreme to another. Obviously, this is a man that's fucking a lot. Now, mind you, you can be on the faithful side of the game, and you can be fucking the same woman a lot. But there ain't no in-between of, like, she tried to jump back to a virgin thinking, like, it's going to be a pure guy. But now she's wanting him to be what he is not. He's not a sexual being. This nigga is Demi Lovato. He's non-binary. So he's Do not. you... All right. Well, well, let me put, let me pose this question to you. Do you think it's possible maybe he's, like, a born-again virgin to where he was doing a lot, and then he decided, you know what? I don't even know. This is on her because she wrote this letter, and because she jumped from a guy who was cheating to a, to a guy who technically really can't cheat unless you believe emotional, in emotional cheating that most men is. Look, either I was hitting it or I wasn't. So he's probably scared. This I, is all hard from jumping one from one extreme to another. You can't. You know what? Find a virgin and then try to like train him. But see, this but that's but issue. that's what it is though. She's, Phil. she's training him. Something he's not. No, but he's she's training him. That's it. She's training him. Like, all right, I know you've never done this before, so I'm gonna I'm gonna baby steps you. We're gonna start she's making to out. Make him something he's nah, not. We'll start off at first base. We'll go to second base, and then we'll get down to third base, and then mm-hmm. I'll get you ready mm-hmm. for home plate. You that's all it is. But she can't make it drink. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's she's she, maybe she start maybe she's moving too fast for him. She should have keep she, keep giving him a little bit of from a zero to a ten. You can't do that. She went from a ten, a guy who was cheating on her, which means he was fucking multiple women. We don't uh-huh. know how many women, all right? But all I'm saying is there's the middle ground. She jumped all the way back to a virgin of like, well, this guy will be faithful. Well, yeah, he's super faithful. That's what you wanted to like. Nah, you got to go in the middle. Like you can't date a virgin and then try to change him. I don't know. I, I, I listen, miss, if you're listening, start slow down. He's not ready. If he's a guy, like I said, if a guy makes it past 24, 25 ish without having sex, that's most likely. I mean, he might get it in a time or two, but that's where he's kind of going to be. Yes, yeah, socially, I, yeah, it's a little a guy awkward. Yes. After about twenty-one, even yeah. the late bloomer. I'm not even gonna hold you. Even yeah. the guy who's five foot two figures out. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, women like taller guys, so I just don't have to be tall 
I just have to find a woman I'm taller than. Can you imagine at our age now and meeting somebody who's like, we're talking about stuff, and he's like, yeah, guys, I'm a virgin. How old are you? We're on 45. Yes, and they're some like, of them what? Because we do comedy, so it gets off into some weirdos, but. You know, there's dudes. Ma'am, I say, I don't know what Phil, I don't know what Phil thinks. I say, slow down. You're moving too fast for him. He's not ready for, See, he's he not ready for, that. hold on, hold on. He's not ready for third base. Start off on first, get to second. Get him comfortable with that to the point where he can't wait he to get to third base. That, that hooker from our previous story. <laughs> That's okay. She will take it from him. She won't take no. have no choice. She won't and take no first, for an answer. The first two pumps he might not like it, but by that fourth pump, he'll be like, oh, <laughs> okay, I see what this is about. Ew, because if you've seen her picture, she oh, boy. And see, yeah, because that's how this Ooh. girl is going to have to be. She's going to have to take it from him, which she may not you know, feel naturally comes naturally. To I just, her I just as don't, a woman. Phil. I just don't. I guess I get why you're saying what you say. Jumping from one extreme to another. But once again, you're 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 blaming that's the woman like, for being the one how, who's got the lead. You know how they used to say for um, 9/11, and I mean this is getting off into almost conspiracy theory type tangent. things. Because I don't want to say that this is an exact thing, but how they said they were promised. Some of these jihads and these, uh, I guess, virgins. suicide bombers are promised, what, 50 virgins in heaven, 70? I don't know how many. But then the running joke on that was, would you really want 50 virgins? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. So so this goes back to that. I like, you know, a virgin is something you can deal with when you're 22, but when you're damn near 40, you're looking at a virgin going, whip it out. Come on. What you doing, big boy? Well, well, first, or, or first, t- turn turn the lights off and, and, and let's close the windows so nobody sees us. Will you? you know, thinking back to <laughs> you want to light a candle? My first time, I'm like, I was awkward and thinking like, damn, I wish I could have that night back. I was weird with that girl. Yeah, no, I remember my first time, so, too, and man, I, I tried to make it I tried to make it special. And then once I got more experience, I was like, nobody really cares you're, about lighting candles and rose weird. petals on the bed. You, you think you need R&B music? Yeah. You don't. You don't you know what's funny they say when you not you don't hear anything like you lose your hearing. Well that's why this girl is is it like covid where you lose your taste exactly. <laughs> that's how you know you do with it. Man, we only got like 4 minutes left and I I want to go more into this but we're kind of out of time cuz I also got to pick up my kid uh, cuz New York traffic is no game. But I will tell you this while you're listening um Keep listening to the podcast, man. We appreciate all of your support. Um, have been getting a lot of really good feedback from randoms, so this means that people are listening. We're just trying to grow it. So once again, I made this announcement on the last podcast, and Phil heard it, and he's going to hold me to it. If we can get, how many numbers did I say? 300? 300. If we can get, but I don't know, though, to 300 subscribers, I'm going to start giving away prizes. And the first prize I'm going to give away is my Nintendo Switch, which I have six games for, and I have not touched it in about five months. I only bought it last year because of COVID, and I like my Xbox more. So the reality is it just sits at home. So if you want a Nintendo Switch, subscribe to the show, whether it's on iTunes, uh, Google podcasts or anchor subscribe to the show tweet at me tweet at phil get your name out there let's build this podcast to 300 listeners when we get to 300 i'm gonna send one of you my nintendo switch no strings attached it works it's brand new it's got the screen protector 
I'll send it out to you. Just on love, on the strength of you supporting our podcast, because Phil and I really do appreciate it. And, um, you know, ladies, um, if you want to send Phil a gift of your own, you know, he won't say no to that, right? No, I won't say no to that. But if it's not a good gift, I'm going to tell you what gift to send. But if it's not a good gift, Phil, we will we will roast you. All right. Probably a vacuum at this point. Phil wants a vacuum. He don't want nudes. We're talking about he wants a vacuum, a Dyson. Dyson. Uh, what was a Duster Buster? One with a female name. What about a Duster? They don't got no female vacuums. We need to make one. What about a Duster Buster? Remember those? Yeah, I remember. You hanging on the wall? No Duster Buster. Something that like turn. Nah, just it's like a little opening. It's a rectangle opening. Man, that kid's got some ideas. He's got some fucking I have never in a vacuum. I've done a lot of weird things, but a vacuum. For real. I can't. That couldn't have felt good. Anyway. Yeah, so if we can get to 300. <laughs> I told you women ain't going to be plugging in all this shit and then judging vacuum, man. Fuck that. <laughs> if we can get to 300 subscribers, one of you guys is going to get a Nintendo Switch and I might send somebody a nice little gift card. I'm not rich, but I got things sitting around the house that I never use that people have given to me that I, I don't want, you know? Vacuum around the house. Mm, yeah, I do, but I use, I use it for cleaning. It's a shark. Is a shark count? Don't use vacuums for sex. This ain't American Pie. That was a movie. You can't do that to your penis in real life because you will hurt yourself. Um, yeah, so please continue listening, subscribe, and leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm forward slash butt dash IDK dash THO. I don't know, though. Leave us a voicemail. Follow us on social media. We really do appreciate y'all. And, uh, you know, got some comedy shows coming up, so make sure you follow us so you can keep up with us, right? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be at the comic strip here in New York City. I'm going to say on the 6th, I believe it is, on the 6th of June. So come out, check that yeah, out. Got I some think that's big about shows. the only date that I got right now. Well, what do you got? New hey, York Rich? is opening up in July, but on July, June 4th at 9 p.m., I'm going to be at Broadway Comedy Club. Please follow our social media for more details because you can buy tickets and you get more deets on all that stuff. Phil and I are going to go have some more cut water. You enjoy the rest of your day, and we're going to see you on the very next. But I don't know, though, or I don't know, though. Thank you very much. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know Though, and I really gotta apologize. There must be some sort of a break in my head. Uh, maybe it's lack of sleep. I'm not sure. Maybe it's this uh, energy drink I've been drinking. But the way the contest works is we're trying to get to 150 subscribers. I keep saying 300 because I'm under pressure. I'm really trying to impress Phil, you know, with a big number, 300, like the movie. But the truth is, we only need 150 subscribers in order for one of you to win this Nintendo Switch that I'm trying to give away. You got to follow me and Phil on all our social media and maybe make a comment or something. And whatever comment you make, use the hashtag, but I don't know, though, B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. Whatever comment it is, use that hashtag and you can possibly 
win this Nintendo Switch. One of you is going to win it. Not all of you. Just one. There's only one. But uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tune in. Phil is on Twitter, and I am Phil Hunt. And on Instagram, I am Phil Hunt. And I am Avery Mason Official on Instagram. Avery Mason Official on Instagram. The Avery Mason on Twitter. So you got a lot of options and choices. Good luck to you all. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. And we'll see you next week.